Today's episode is sponsored and engineered by Daniel Adama Productions. Daniel Adama is available for anything music production, audio recording, video production, band group picks, live concert picks. He's got a PA available for doing small shows. He's got in-ear monitoring systems and everything you need for a great production. He designed my podcast setup and I love it. And he could build you a podcast system too. Daniel Adama takes enormous pride in his work and he's got a passion for great music production. Contact Daniel and get your video made, get your band pictures done, and take your stage production to the next level. Message Daniel Adama on Facebook Messenger or message him on Instagram at Daniel78336. Don't wait, it's time to create. Contact Daniel Adama Productions today and tell him that Tony Gomez sent you. Hey, what's up, Grinders? Welcome to the show. Today, I interview Eric Calvert, singer and guitarist for Switchblade Jesus and Throat Locust. Also, he's the owner and creator of Frost Giant Electronics. We had a great talk. We got into his love for metal, his vocal messiah, Max Cavalera, his influences, Switchblade Jesus, and his new band, Throat Locust. And we talked about his company, Frost Giant Electronics, and that bad boy is just fucking taking off. He's produced over 5,000 foot pedals, and you can get your own on worship on fuzzworship.com. That's fuzzworship.com. He's won Premier Guitars Gold Award for his pedals, and Mike Pike, guitarist for High on Fire, uses his pedals for his crushing heavy sound. So before we get to our interview today, I want to share the latest from Eric's band, Throat Locust. This demo is entitled Drag Through Glass, and this is the first track, Death Lurker. Yeah. 
fucking heavy. So let's get to the next mosh pitting track. This one's titled Corruption and Greed. was a crushing track so let's get to my interview with eric calvert of switchblade jesus and throat locust and owner of frost giant electronics fuzzworship.com pedals it's time to fire it up all right hey welcome back everybody welcome to the show today i have the pleasure of interviewing uh guitar player for throat locust and switchblade jesus and also owner and creator of frost giant electronics mr eric calvert how's it going today eric 
Dude, it's going rad. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Like I've, I've, I've loved everything you do. So just to be able to kind of hang out for a couple of minutes and have some words, that's not at a show because you know how it is at a show. You only got like a couple of seconds. So it's nice to hang out. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you spending some time with me this evening. And uh, you're right, man. Whenever we're at the show, it's, it's, it's usually, um, we're taking care of business. Either I'm playing, you're playing, or, uh, we're, we're, we're in, in show mode where we really don't have too much time to catch up. And, and I think tonight's interview is going to be really cool because, uh, I haven't had a chance to really dig deep and have a, a good sit down with you. So, uh, I've got a lot of questions I want to, I want to cover with you. And. You know, Eric, uh, when I go back, we've, we've been here a part of the scene easily, um, together for the last decade, at least, if not longer. And, um, we may have done several shows together. I'm sure sharing the stage at one time or another. And I've always been a fan of your stage presence. And I always like the style and the heaviness that you bring. And I really love Switchblade Jesus. And it kind of reminds me a little bit of a, of Clutch and the Melvins and Corrosion of Conformity kind of mixed together. And I love all those bands. And I got to give a quick shout out at the beginning, man, for such a great job you did on that cover of the Butthole Surfers uh, cover Thank right you. there. That was tight, man. I was listening to that. I was like, whoa. And I'd heard it before, <laughs> but, you know, re, uh, getting refreshed with it. I'm like, God bless, man. That's, that's a badass jam. And you guys did a great job on that, man. Um, are you a big Butthole Surfers fan or is this the, uh, one of those tracks that you're just like, man, this is definitely up my alley. Let's, let's do this one. I mean, like, uh, as a nineties dude, uh, butthole surfers, I mean, pepper, like just all of it. Like, yeah, I think we all, I think we all kind of grew up, like, even if we're maybe, you know, four or five years or even, you know, six, seven <laughs> years apart, we all kind of grew up around that same kind of that, that intro of the eighties, nineties, two thousands and butthole surfers were just one of those bands that when they came on MTV, it was the most wild random thing that you ever saw. So I think just their eclectic, just style growing up just always stuck with me. So when we talked about doing a cover, I mean, everybody does the same. So we decided let's do a Texas band and I'm like, fuck it, you know, let's do butthole surfers. And everyone's like, yeah, we have to do it. <laughs> and so we, uh, recorded up and threw it up and I'm, I'm really happy with it. It came out really well. It, it it's the song, but it kind of feels like us in a way. So, I mean, I think it went pretty well. It went really well. I love your rendition of it. And it's, it, I feel like it's, it's, it's right in your lane and a great song choice to, to do as a cover and put out as a single, man. Great job. I love your vocals, man. You come off mean, man. You have some really mean vocals and, and uh, me being a vocalist, um, that's what I, what attracts me to, to your bands. And, um, I know you're not doing vocals for Throat Locust, but, um, are you doing background vocals? I, I, I kind of missed that if you had. We we talked about it, but at the time, uh, I didn't know exactly what Gil had down, and I didn't want to just kind of throw some random nonsense on top. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be doing some background vocals. I know Alex wants to do some background vocals as well, just to add some more layers to it. I mean, yeah. my, my, my vocal uh, kind of growth was early Sepultura, just yell and scream and try wow. not to yeah not try not to burst your 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 throat <laughs> and i don't i don't i don't sound like him never will but that shows he's always been you know max has always been my my vocal kind of uh messiah in a way i've always loved his raw hardcore thrashy but 
guttural. It's, I just yeah. I've always loved his vocals. I always have since. I mean, the first time, because I mean, like I said, you know, '90s. You know, the first time I heard Arise. You know, I didn't get to hear, you know, all the old good ones like, uh, oh shoot, Beneath oh. the Remains and Beneath the Remains. For sure. That's the one. Schizophrenia. Yeah. I love schizophrenia. Yes, sir. I That's a ripper. Love schizophrenia. So, you know, Arise and then into all the other ones up to, you know, uh, Blood Rooted and Roots and all that kind of stuff. It was always his style. So that's where my kind of kind of kind of thing came from in a way. Was right. Just growing up to that, hearing that, I felt it kind of felt, you know, it fit Switchblade pretty well. And it worked pretty decent, I yeah. would say. I'm telling you, it's a it, it's a good fit, man. You uh, with that that inspiration that you took from Max and making it your own right there gives you a fucking awesome, uh, unique style sound and, and, and style for Switchblade Jesus, and I dig it. That's tight. Tell me from you, but that's a that's a huge thing because I've always I've always respected your vocals. And any time I'm like, oh shit, you're singing. All right, I'm good. I'm happy. Yeah. So thank you so much, man. <laughs> that means a lot. That really does. And I appreciate that too, Eric. That means a lot. I, you know, uh, we're both grinders and we, and we both like to, uh, uh, we both have a passion for what we do and, and especially what we do on stage and, and original music. And, and anytime we have a chance to, to, to do some covers, it just the love of the music. Uh, oh, it's fun. It's just something that me and you just have in common. Oh, yeah. Same here, dude. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter what it is. It can be from people looking at me weird. It can be from like, singer songwriter country to edit james to everything like anything and everything like i want to hear it i want to play it i just want to be it in a way i don't know man just music is fun dude it really absolutely (laughs) it it really is you know you you want to produce it you want to help you know get other bands together you want to start new projects um you know it's 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 never ending and there's so much to do and there's always a uh, an avenue for somebody that just loves music it doesn't have to be you don't have to be the musician you could be somebody behind the production or I love, maybe I the, love doing that yeah you know uh i haven't really got a, a knack for it but I'm, I'm trying to pick up what i can as i go <laughs> but uh i can tell you 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 know you getting started with your uh, with frost giant electronics um have you, you been like a an electronics you know kind of you always been tinkering in the garage or, or, or trying to put together things and that's how this uh electronic company came together yeah for the most part i mean as a kid i was kind of like you know my, you know, we didn't, I mean, you don't grow up with a lot of money at times. So my dad always like, he, he raced motorcycles. So he would take them apart, put them back together, take them apart, put them back together. And we did that with the guitars and we would take them apart, put them back together, take them apart, put them back together. He saw Van Halen's guitar. So he striped it up. And then I think one year we pulled her apart and painted it yellow because of, I don't know who probably Jakey Lee or somebody. And okay. so like, it was, it was always just, just the house, how he was. And it was just always us like making do what we had in a way. And so with, with Frost Giant I actually started as a, a shirt company and I was making bootleg shirts in a way. And it wasn't really yeah. anything that you would buy online, but it was like, uh, Lemmy with his amps in the background or yeah. a guitar pedal and the schematics. So it was something kind of a little different. Yeah, And then it ran into a point where Switchblade was playing a lot more and I was breaking pedals because I stomped like an idiot (laughs) and I broke my rap pedal. And so uh, I decided to like, I need to fix it. Right. So I really don't know what I'm doing. This was like maybe seven years ago. He's like, you know, I really don't know what I'm doing. Let me just order another one. Ordered it. I was like, wow, this thing sounds different from mine. Let me fix mine. And then I'm like, wow, they really sound different. Why? 
And I think it was that why that made me want to understand electronics more and figure out why this does this and that does that. And why can I make this into this? And I just started making pedals for myself and uh, some online dudes asked, you know, if I was ever going to sell them. And I really wasn't, you know, kind of planning on it because I was kind of doing shirts. I was like, yeah, man, you know, I'll sell a few. And a few turned into that and then it just kind of rolled from that. And it was just me, like I was working as a graphic designer at, uh, Marlin embroidery and I was doing like all the, like the fire okay. cancer. Uh, if you've seen like the pink cancer awareness shirts yeah. from 2010 to 2015, those are all mine. Wow. And so, okay. and so I was Great. doing a lot of the art and working during the day and then i'd come home at night and build pedals and then just doing that doing that doing that until i was like fuck it i'm just gonna build pedals see if i can do it and i took a chance on myself and i have to say taking a chance on yourself can can be can be a scary but good thing at times and i'm here making guitar pedals now i don't know it's weird I love it (laughs) (laughs) i don't understand it at times to be honest with you yeah you know they're 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 in dealers all over the world. And I got uh premier guitars, gold award for one of my pedals. And it's just the most random wow. thing in the world. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's the most random thing in the world. And like, I'm like, all right, cool. This, this is what I do now. Fuck yes. That's okay. right. This is what we're doing now. Wow. That's but amazing. I, I mean, I get, now I was gonna say that's just really amazing. You being an entrepreneur and and and, and taking a shot on yourself and you digging deep and and, and figuring out the electronics to uh, to your own gear and saying you know what and uh, I can do this. And next thing you know, you got your friends kind of buying into the same idea, mm-hmm. and one thing leads to another. And now, uh, how many pedals do you think you've already uh, put out there so far? I would say I've got it's got to be over five, close to six thousand right now damn (laughs) that's amazing yeah wow and you're building that and they're at your at your home or you have a a place of business no at my home it's just me yeah uh building pedals like before i talked to you i was drilling guitar closures i'd show you the one i'm drilling but it's a new pedal drop and i can't really show anybody yet the the distributor will be mad but like here's the back of it and so (laughs) you can see the back of it (laughs) And so, uh, yeah, I have, uh, yeah, it's just me drilling them at my house. I put them together. I do the, de- the design work. Uh, if there's a, sometimes, you know, electronics is a black magic. Sometimes there's stuff that I just can't figure out. And sometimes stuff that other people okay. just can't figure out. So I got a buddy that will sit down and go back and forth and troubleshoot and try this, know that. Okay. Let's just set it on awesome. fire and start all over. <laughs> and so, yeah, right. He's about the only guy, but besides that, it's just me drilling these cases, putting them together, building them, and sending them out into the world, and just saying, let's do this. <laughs> let's do this, right? Let's do have, this. have you taken it to the point where you're endorsing anybody yet? Mm-hmm. I have, uh, like, Matt Pike from High and Fire uses mine, Wind Hand, Slowmatics. I have a... Uh, an artist pedal of a very large death metal band that I'm not allowed to say just yet, but they're on wow. tour in Europe, and that's pretty much the only thing I can say. So y'all would have okay. to figure out what <laughs> band that is. Yeah. And uh, so I All got right. those going. Uh, yeah, I mean, how exciting, of, man! Well, a lot of how my many? a lot of what were you gonna say? 
I was going to say, how many, how many pedals do you have? How many different products? I, I was kind of browsing through, uh, your website and, uh, fuzzworship.com, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, man. It's very, yeah. very awesome website, man. And so how many different products you have up there? I'd say I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven or eight pedals. I have wow. 20 shirts and I also do custom knobs. And so I make uh, yeah. custom clear and different things for guitars and guitar amps and stuff like that, too. Because I also make toys. I also have a toy company. Randomness. What? I know. What yeah. kind of toys? <laughs> I make, uh, there's these little things called monsters in my pocket back in the day. And they're yeah. just these little rubber toys. So I make those and I make Star Wars figures. And I got one hanging on the wall somewhere. But yeah, I make Star Wars figures, too. Yeah, it's most random. Dude, thing. that is badass. <laughs> and and are, are they are they for sale too? The figures? Yeah, yeah you can go on. Uh, it's called Lazy Sunday Designs LSD. It's uh, Lazy Sunday Designs on Etsy. And yeah, you can find. <laughs> I also do uh, uh, three D designs. Yeah, also do it. Might st hopefully I up I updated it or I paid my bill. Sometimes it's like. <laughs> It, they'll they'll hold your account if you haven't paid your dollar fifty nine uh, oh, subscription. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, it's dollar fifty nine. I apologize, Oops, but right. I do uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I, uh, I do digital sculpting, and uh, I have a three D printer, and so I'll do the digital sculpting and a bunch of different things, print it out, and I'll airbrush them. So it's, you know, it's cool, fun stuff. Just a bunch of things. Very cool stuff, man. Thank you. I, I'm jealous. I'm jealous because oh. you you've made things that you love into your craft, and you're mm. you're you're able to capitalize on it, and you don't have to have a day job like someone like myself. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> that is I so know. awesome, man. No, it's 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 a it's a huge, huge, huge blessing, honestly, because I got a lot yeah. of buddies that that try to do pedals or try to do this and try to do that, and it's hard, man. It's hard, dude. It is. hard hard out there and i mean to to be fortunate that people like my stuff not only to purchase it but to tell other people and request it at dealers and this and that is an insane blessing because like yeah i don't understand it man i really don't like i don't know i don't know how i became a pedal builder i was just a dude trying to fix my pedals because they kept breaking on me because i kept stomping on them and like I have a yeah. I have a bad habit of turning a hobby into a business. <laughs> and I, and I don't know how to stop it. Like right now, me and my brother in law are yeah. building a uh, a nice six Harley because I got an Evo. I rebuilt the done, we rebuilt the motor, rebuilt the carbs. We were doing everything, uh, doing the tank. Yeah, yeah. So rebuilt it from the ground up. Started it with a Paco frame, and it's nine six Evo and a six speed train. No five speed. Sorry, five speed train. So the, the issue is I'm like, you know, I can make custom knot or custom grips and air cleaners and all that stuff to sell. And my wife's like, can you stop? Can you just like not try to make a business out of something for once? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because it, it takes it takes up my everything. I I get yeah. like into it and I put my every I put everything I got into it from time, money, energy. Uh, religious list, everything, man. It's wild. <laughs> I've, I have a problem at times. Everything and anything it takes, right? Mm -hmm. Really, it really is, man. 
Man, that is so amazing, man. I'm so proud of you. Um, you're, you're actually living the dream. And, you know, I think you have carried over that same kind of mentality into what you're doing right now with Throat Locust, I feel, because you guys have just been the, the next big thing right here in town. And as far as, uh, it, it, all over getting all over social media, uh, hidden, you know, uh, Slipknot's playlist and, and, and really fucking stirring shit up and, and, and well deserved too, man. Thank the, you. The uh, drag, drag through glass demo, that demo fucking crushes, dude. It, Thanks, you man. know, uh, it kicks ass, man. I, I've always been a big fan of, of Gilbert and I, I loved his band, uh, Desecrated Remains. I had yes. to play one of my birthday parties and uh, the guy's a grinder too, you know, uh, he's, He's uh, a great vocalist, man. You pro- you picked a great guy. I was and, uh, very, 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 very fortunate. He was not in 12 other bands when we started talking about this project. Yeah. Because, <laughs> dude, Gil is like one of the most talented musicians I've ever met. Like he, yeah. from from not, not, not just instrument-wise, but uh, just, you know, the thinking of how he approaches things, uh, he's always 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 trying to either improve or trying to like hey you didn't think about this why don't we try that like he's just it's just a really really amazing individual and we're very fortunate that he wasn't in 12 other bands when we talked about this project yeah right man awesome awesome front man i I love the vocals and I'm going to kind of touch on, touch on definitely getting back to Throat Locust, but let me get started because with hitting some of your roots, man, who gets you started or what band got you inspired to, to pick up the guitar and start shredding? Just Pantera all day long, all yeah. day long. Well, I mean, Holy like, so, shit. well, so like, yeah. I, 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 like I said, I'm a nineties, eighties kid. So like I grew That's up, right. well, I grew That's up, fr- I grew up stealing my dad's clip them all. VHS and it's in the heavy <laughs> awesome. battle, right? And yeah. so, like, he's 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 pissed because his buddy's asking for the tape, and I'm like, I don't know where it is. I'm like 12, 11, something like that. My parents split You're not up, giving it up. Oh, dude, no way. <laughs> so my parents, my parents split up, and you know, I'm like, well, I need to get my metal on still because you know, my dad, like, when 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 they were together, he went to the first time Pantera came here in '95 with the uh, yeah. Far Beyond Driven tour. He came back. He's right. like, "This is the most insane thing I've ever seen." And you know, he's you know, like, he's done Priest and Maiden, all that kind of nonsense, you know, because '80s, '70s, he's you know, he's an older dude. Yeah, and so. I, uh, when they split, like we would go kind of hang out because the weekend visitation things, right? And his buddy yep. lent him a, a copy of Cliff of Mall and Heavy Metal. Dude, I snagged that thing so fast. Dude, yeah. I snagged that so fast. And so I got, I got Cliff of Mall playing on at the house. I, I, I'm pretending I'm like Hetfield, right? And so yes. I got the broom and I'm just like jamming out like the best I can, like, just just image, like wanting to be this dude and then the vulgar videos came out and then when the vulgar videos came out that was it for me that was yeah. it and so me and my buddies like in high school that's that's that was our band it was you know pantera megadeth slayer 
uh, you know, the beginnings of Lamb of God, but like I also listen to Brutal Truth, yeah. Vision of Disorder. I listen to a lot of hardcore stuff too. You know, they, you know, some of them did like they listen to like some Earth Crisis kind of stuff. But I was a big on Victory. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, they're they're you know New so, York. Yeah, and so like it was a cool mix as a kid. You know, I had that thrash, I had that hardcore, and then you know, and then Pantera was king. And so yeah, that was it, man. Like watching those videos and just watching them play in Russia. And just the crowd, the black and white one, the one everybody knows for domination. Everybody's yes. seen it. When you're just, when, when you're 12 and you see that thing for the first, when you're thir- when you're 18, 19, you see that thing for the first, and it's just like, what is this? I need to yeah. do something similar at least because I know, want some of that. Yeah, you can't be Pantera. Yeah, like you can't. You you know, you're not gonna be Pantera as a kid, but like you're like this is this is amazing. This is what I want. And so like, since then, like my goal has always been to play in Europe and just play a large festival just once. And that was with with this band. I was like, you know, I want, I want to start something that I can have fun with that everybody will enjoy and something that we can play a uh, Hellfest. Like I want to play Hellfest. Don't know how, yes. but I want to play. Hellfest. <laughs> no, you're on the right track, man. <laughs> the, the, the demo you guys have already dropped is definitely something that would, would cause interest. You just need a, you, you need some more material oh, so that way you can at least eat up a good 30 minute set right there. Oh, but yes. You can get there, man. Thank I you. believe in you, man. Thank you. You've not only got the talent, but I think, like you say, man, you have the drive and you're, your your work ethic and, and and all the products that you've already put up right there um just show that if you put your mind to it you're going to make it happen it's going to and you're going to be successful at what you're doing because you put a lot of pride and know-how into getting it done right it's a drive so, it's a drive it's a it grind is. i mean you know it is, you dude, know how it is for sure i mean i think i think a lot of corpus bands know how it is because we've We've all just put everything into it. We've tried different things. We've got with different yeah. people where, you know, and it's not, and it's not just like, it's not like just trying to be rec- like recorded, signed or anything like that. It's trying to make good music that you respect, that everybody respects and that you play a show and you see people lose their mind in front of you. Like, that's it for me. Like, that's that's the goal is to, to make something rad right there. You know what I mean? Like the, everybody's like, that was the most rad thing I've ever seen or ever heard. I'm like, yeah, that's right, bud. That's right. It was. Yes. You know what Feels I mean? Feels great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, man. It, it, it's, that, it's, and until you felt it before, uh, you don't know what you're missing. And after you've had it, you're, you're, you're just like you and I, where you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to do it again. Let's book another yeah. one. Yeah. I don't care. Make, if it, make a life out of it. You make a, make a, you know, a, a, a whole, um, you know, it's already a lifestyle, but yeah. make a, a, a full on career where oh, yeah. you're going around the world, hidden festivals every summer Dude. and then hitting everything else here in the States. It's going to happen, man. You just I keep hope. it up. If it's not with Switchblade Jesus, it's going to be with Throat Locust and God willing with both of them. Ah, because I be think, wild. I'm telling you, right? Wouldn't it be awesome, man? You'd be, be you know, these, these festivals have like four or five stages and, you know, you got Switchblade on one stage at one time and then, and, and, you know, an hour later you're playing with Throat Locust at another stage. Good you know, because it's, it, there's, there, exactly right. The genres are different. So you can mix it up on different stages like that. Yeah. And, uh, that's very cool that you get to, to release that, that, that love for, for death metal. And then what you have going on in your own baby was Switchblade oh. Jesus right there. Yes. And, uh, it's very fulfilling isn't it it is i mean switchblade was always going to be my love like that's that was that was our starting point back into music you know not only for me but for a lot of my friends 
And the nice thing about it is now I can really focus on making Switchblade, you know, like it was in the in that clutchish, uh, you know, stoner doom metal is what they call it, you know, that Black Sabbath kind of groove. Because at yeah. times, like I want to, and I'm telling, like we're, we're writing songs with Switchblade, right? And so, like we we practice, we write a song, we practice, we write a song. It's pretty, we we pretty have it, you know, set down, and like not really write a song, but we'll get the skeletons and take it home and we'll rebuild it and come back and so john yeah. sent me stuff he's like dude this is too fast <laughs> i was like yeah i know <laughs> he's like i know you like thrash and he grew up thrash and he grew up deaf everybody like chris our our bassist he's death metal like uh burzum anything that was wow. recorded Hell in yeah. the middle of a room on a tape just sounds like <laughs> yeah. garbage that's what he loves and so and he's <laughs> underground a very big, yeah underground dude so underground and he's a very yeah. big progressive player too so his styles are very out there so like we have to kind of really focus on what we're writing on or we can write some really out there stuff like the the recent yeah. stuff that we we kind of wrote is kind of converge-ish it's 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 got some noise metal into it some weird stops it's got a salsa beat in it it's really shit it's weird and amazing. Like it, everything fits great. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to go back into that thinking and go back into Switchblade and make it that kind of uh, overall heavy rock, stoner, metal, wherever the heck it is, and not write too much fast, 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 fast stuff, and create some kind of weirdness with the band. And I and I can't really focus it down. Like now, it's like stoner death doom thrash like you that does that doesn't work <laughs> so now with throat <laughs> now with throat locust like i can separate my yeah. riffs a little bit better because like i'll be yeah. in my thrash mode or i'll be in my black sabbath mode and now i can like okay well, this is gonna go here this one's gonna go here send it to the guys and i do the same thing uh i write a couple of things send it to whoever we bounce it back and forth kind of decide on what we're gonna go with and then build from there so i'm not like sending uh, Switchblade, just all Slayer <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, yeah, right. We're doing now. All the Slayer now. Uh, undisputed attitude. Right. That's all we're doing now. Yeah, you know, you know, with with your roots, you know, with with Pantera and Slayer, you know, all being right there and being great motivators to you. It, it, it's awesome that that now you have that that throat locus uh, right there, so that way you can put out all your everything that you don't. The other heavy stuff that you have yeah. that isn't quite switchbladeish, and uh, you're lucky, man, that you got that. Very you know, lucky, uh, uh, and, and 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 to be surrounded by the, by all the band members that you got in that group, uh, got a great thing going on. I do. I'm very. Well, fortunate. let me go to my next question. I got to ask you, who are your three favorite guitar players? Oh, that's cold, man. Oh, that one hurts. <laughs> Why you gotta make you, you gotta pick four? No, I'll get you pick no, four. No, no, I'll pick three. I got I gotta do it proper. I mean, give me three. I, I gotta do it proper. I got Dimebag. I got Jakey yeah. Lee. Whoa. Jakey Lee. We I throw, love Jakey Lee. I can see. I I can't. I mean, I can throw Chuck from Death because he's just an amazing songwriter in general. Me. Yes. I'm gonna throw a curveball just because I love this band, Jay from White Zombie. 
Mm. Wow, I, that is a curveball. Because I like his, I like his uh, wah and whammy bar phrasing. When, uh, especially wow. when Rob Zombie does his weird, weird kind of like wah 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 wah, he's always just on time and just makes it sound great. Uh, who else? Man, there's so many good musicians out here. Everybody in yeah, Corpus. I, everybody in Corpus is the greatest <laughs> guitarist in the world. I love everybody in Corpus. <laughs> Uh man, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with those randoms because nobody else. Oh, I love those Marty Freeman. Those Ooh, Marty Freeman. Marty, there we go. Yeah, I can't. I'm telling Alex you. will be mad that I did not mention Marty Freeman. He grew up with Megadeth, <laughs> and he's like the whole reason I play is because of Megadeth. I'm like, all right, let's fucking do some Megadeth. <laughs> so yeah, yeah right. I gotta throw him in. Kick ass. Great choices, man. But, and uh, I've been a big fan of, of Jakey Lee for forever. Of course, Dimebag. And and Jay, man, he really... Uh, White Zombie changed it. They became a, 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 um, another piece of, of metal culture in America. And, and, and Rob Zombie is... is um, He's like a fucking... Another Joey Ramone, like another fucking... Uh, oh, yeah. Um, What's his name? Fucking uh, from from the Sex Pistols, um, Johnny Rodden. Yeah, you know he's a very he's an innovator. He's he's really he's, he's a game changer. It really is. Uh, I mean, the the it image, really is man. The imagery with White Zombie, you know, from Lost Exorcist, even Astro Creek, yeah. like it was just. I mean, everybody used patches and and cues from movies and stuff like that, but he didn't do it cheesy. And I'm not saying I'm not saying bands have done it cheesy. I mean, some have, but like. <laughs> Everything really they flowed. Yeah, I did. I know I did it cheesy. I got uh, we got patches with switchblade. I'm like, eh, you yeah, know, that's cool. It works. And so <laughs> it works. It does. Eh, it works. It does. Fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck it, right. And so, but everything with like Lost Sex or Sisto, it just it's just clean. Like I, you can listen to it yeah. straight, and then right into the and then it goes into the Mexican radio station, and then like you can hear him change the dials. And then it gets real gritty, real gritty, and then it picks up. Yeah, like he was great thinking that because he made you feel, he immersed you in that. And he's actually one of the reasons why I like writing, uh, when we write, like when I write an album, I try to write a story in a way, a beginning and an end, because I really love the build up into like with Death Hymns, Death Hymns is, has a beginning and an end. Like I like the build up into it, a very high uh, build halfway through, you do a small little little bend into it to kind of give the listeners a, a chill, hit it with a heavy, and then you roll it off. That's how I like to write. And so I've always liked that writing of White Zombie because it puts you in there and you felt that you were either in the movie, you're sitting, you know, in a car watching it, you know, just how he does his weird driving kind of situation. So yeah, that's why, that's why I threw Jay in there because he really kind of brought that band you know because there was people don't know the white zombie before lost exorcisto like if you listen to it it is right rough it is yeah it was rough that's yeah, right that very first yeah. one white zombie yep it was rough so when he came so they, in they, they threw the band in my that production yeah the production was rough <laughs> that was rough that was black metal in sweden rough yeah, <laughs> but did you get a chance to catch? Um, have you seen Jay perform live? Yeah, no, did you catch? I didn't him? get to catch him perform live. So I'm somehow I'm one of those guys that knows random people. 
I've talked with Jay before. We've talked back and forth. Wow. And so, because I, it, it, cool. it was on the guitar forum, and we started talking about guitar amps, and then we swapped emails, and then swapped everything else, and we've just been talking back and forth. And I told him, I was like, yeah, I never had the chance to see you live, because when y'all came down to, to Corpus, dude, it was like, my first show was Ozzy, Typo Negative, and Sepultura. That, I think yeah, it was like was 94, there. 95, something like that. <clears throat> and then right after that yeah. was White Zombie. I had no money. I didn't really know who White Zombie was at that time. I was like, Ozzy, yes. Okay. You know what I mean? And it was <laughs> Sepultura. So I'm like, I'm everything I'm going in, I'm going in Hell hard. yeah. And so I went in hard on that. And so I didn't get to see a lot of bands after that. And I think White Zombie is one of them. And yeah, so I was talking back and forth, and I was like, you know, I really, really wish I got to see y'all play live. He's like, I always suck live. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. How funny. All right. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I made it to both of those ones right there, and, and White Zombie was the last show to ever go down there at Texas Guy here in, here in Corpus. And Rob Zombie knew it was the last show, so he intentionally played a few extra songs, and uh, they kicked ass, oh, man. Well, Corpus loves White Zombie, yeah. and now when Rob comes on his own, we always share the love. And 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 and, and I just think every Corpus has uh, so many horror movie fans and so many <laughs> heavy metal fans that Rob Zombie just is a uh, is a uh, just beloved here. It's so it's uh, weird that like back in oh. I get say like, you know, Texas guy, Johnny Landays, like we had a lot of bands that came down here and then concrete yeah. opened up and we had a decent amount, but it's weird that some larger bands still pass Corpus, but man, if you come to Corpus, dude, you're going to have one of the best crowds ever, ever. Like every, like, like in high school, we would go watch Pantera. We would go to like Dallas or Houston or wherever we were. Anytime yeah. they came here, it was the most insane. Well, the three times I saw them here, it was the most insane time that they ever played. Uh, I remember. Hell yeah. It was when Rob Zombie and Butthole Surfer, no, Monster Magnet came down here. It was wild. Yeah. Wild. And so, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand why some larger bands pass. Corpus and you know just either passes by we have some of the best fans best people best everything in this town we really do i mean if I, we really do if, if they're missing out you know really uh, but but some bands some bands you know like pantera uh when they were out in the circuit uh they never passed up corpus oh. they always gave corpus love yeah and you know you you probably already came across how pantera dropped a, their dates with lamb of god that they're going to be going on tour next year mm -hmm. and i was disappointed that corpus wasn't on the hit list Dang. and uh Dang. oh man so do we we're getting the off dates after the metallica show and and you know houston's on the hit list so is austin um dallas is where they're going to be playing with metallica mm -hmm. and it looks like i'm going to go to austin to go check it out over there on and catch him on a sunday night uh, have you already thought about uh, what show you're going to make it to, or have you already got tickets to the Metallica? We game? got tickets to the Metallica one. The only reason, <laughs> the only reason, yeah. is because my buddy he he has a city card and city card. Oh they shit! Did the, yeah. They did the pre sales and dude, pre dude, the tickets were like two hundred bucks. He's like, hey man, tickets for both nights are two hundred bucks through city. You want to do it? I'm like, yeah, you. I, I'll, I'll, Hell I was like, yeah. I'll, I'll get you the cash when I can. Don't worry oh. about it. He's like, okay, cool. So. We got it set up. I set up the cash, and then I got the email about the the tour wow. coming up. I was like, "Dude, 
what do you want to do? He's all, did you want to go to all of them? I'm like, I can't afford that, man. <laughs> He's like, well, let's do, uh, we could do the, the Austin one or we could trade the Austin tickets in and do like Houston or, uh, the, the San or the Austin or trade the, sorry, trade the Arlington tickets in and do the Austin and another one. Cause it would be the same price. I'm like, man, I don't know. Cause you know, I'm just there to see Pantera. I'm, I'm there to see Pantera. Uh, uh, when you're talking about artists, actually, one of my artists is the guitarist for Mammoth WVH, Wolfgang Van Halen, uh, Mammoth wow. Mammoth. No shit. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah. The Jordan, the guitarist, is uh, he uses a couple of my my pedals live, and it's amazing to be on to have my pedals on the same stage with Wolfgang. It is the most insane thing ever. So I told it him, it is awesome. Well, they're opening for the Pantera. Yeah. And I was like, hey. And Metallica. Yeah. I was yes. like, oh, oh, Metallica. God, I love Metallica. And I don't care what anybody says. Metallica is still Metallica to me. From the day yeah. I was born, it's still Metallica. So he. Fuck yeah. Dude, and I was like, you think you can get us in a sound check? He's like, no. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, I had to ask. He's like, yeah. Like, every, <laughs> had to ask, like, yeah. That's I was right. like, dude, everything is so tied up with or, or tight lip and with security, with COVID and all that kind of stuff. Because COVID's still a thing. He's like, you, they don't yeah. let, you know, random people just kind of hang out. You know, it's just how it is. I was like, hey, that's cool. Like the old days. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, at Craig's Record Factory standing outside. You know, trying to <laughs> trying to shake hands with an artist, you know, because you're skipping work or skipping school. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's Craig's record factory. God, I love that. Oh man. So um that makes me want to think so you is your dad a headbanger? Yeah. Yeah. Does he play an instrument as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. He yeah, he's the one that got me on guitar. But well him he, he was always I mean, he was always 90s metal priest and all that kind of stuff and then my mom listens to like white snake and and uh white yeah. lion and all that right you know what i mean skid row and all that kind of stuff yeah i'm a dude for sure i'm 100 80s kid and i was born i love all of dude, that i was born out of spandex and zebra print guitars <laughs> like straight up Badass. so yeah yeah it's, yeah he, he's he's definitely the one that got me into it and i love him to death for that that's great. That is so, so cool, man. And, uh, you know, my dad was a cop and, and he was, uh, he worked all the time, man, but, uh, he, he was really a great mentor on, on show me how to be a great provider and how to take care of business and always being there for the family. And, uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm jealous that, that that your old man was the one that kind of brought you into that stuff because I kind of had to do it the hard way. And, uh, geez, I guess I, I stumbled upon Kiss mm. when I was seven. And it must, I don't, I'm trying to think how did, did I actually come across? I, I think that I just probably saw their yes. album and that just got me interested right there. It might have been Love Gun that, that, that got me into it at first. And, uh, next thing you know, I just, uh, Gene Simmons is, uh, pretty much my idol oh, yeah. just wanting to be able to breathe uh, you know blow fire and spit out blood and dress up like a demon and, and fucking play bass and rage in front of thousands of people yes. was was a driving force for for me wanting to to start a music career and uh i know what you mean by by seeing pantera over there on 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 the live in moscow in those vulgar videos dudes how inspiring it is and and seeing them fucking just 
fucking just go ape shit on stage and and the presence that pantera brought was uh something that that really always drives me crazy it makes me a lover of them and and that's why i'm, I'm i do the tribute thing man because i just they're they're one of my favorite bands and uh, them being from texas and me being from texas it just uh everything kind of just clicks and uh god bless god bless the abbott brothers and and things aren't going to ever be the same without them but i tell you if uh what we've seen so far from those videos of the performances that the bands put together, I'm so proud of everything that uh, that Charlie Bonanti and Zach has brought to the table and seeing Phil and Rex back in, in fucking going hard and the stage production just going like Pantera used to throw down in the old days. It's just so, uh, it's it's a breath of fresh air, but it's such, uh, it, it, it really, fires me up as a metalhead mm -hmm. that we got these great shows to look forward to, man. And the shows are going to be packed. So I encourage everybody to buy your tickets early because they're going to fucking sell out. Oh yeah. They are going to sell out quick. Oh yeah. Especially in so, Texas. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Te Texas, they're going right? to be, yeah. Texas is going to be just completely ridiculous, completely ridiculous. So yeah, if you don't get your tickets within like the next three days, I highly doubt you're going to be able to grab anything. You know, I, I, at first, you know, I'll be one of those guys, you know, when I heard about the reunion, I was kind of like, what the, what's going, what's going to go down? What, like, how are they going to pull this off? Yeah. And me and my buddies, the ones that were going to the, to the, uh, the Me uh, Metallica, what's called Megadeth. I love Megadeth. Sorry. So with the one we we're going to the Metallica <laughs> show, uh, he's like, I'm not going to listen to the, to the YouTube clips. I was like, you're not going to listen to any of it. He's like, no, man. I'm not going to listen to it. What are you going to do? I was like, well, I guess I'm not going to listen to it as well. And he's like, all right, we're going <laughs> like, just like high school when you like that first feeling and that first time and just that first moment you get, you know, that's what I'm after. I did watch some of it because oh. <laughs> I could, I couldn't hey, help. It's so I, hard. I can't imagine not. I could not. Wow. Wow. So like, you know, I, I, we're going through YouTube and I'm seeing the, I'm seeing the clips. I was like, all right, man, I'm looking around. I was like, he's not here. He won't know. So I threw it on for a couple of seconds and I like, it was the great, like the intro to like, uh, uh, Cowboys from hell was like the biggest smile I've ever had in like a good minute. Like when yes. you, you hear that and it's just like that feeling, that tone. And uh, I hate saying like, this is my band, but like, this is that band that makes me feel like a lot of music makes me feel, hell but yeah. this is that band that makes me feel. And so I guess it's the, the youth part of it growing up. And the nostalgia, but and it just fucking rule. But yeah, so yeah. I'm 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 really excited for these next shows. It's it's something that I've I'm really happy that other metalheads, you know, under the age of twenty, under the age of shit, but what under the age of thirty? I don't even know how old I am anymore. Right under the age of something, something like that. Right like that. <laughs> <laughs> under under the age yeah they didn't get to experience it they didn't get to, to to see the mayhem that pantera was and it was just this it was i don't know like i i joke with people like for for music there was like before and after pantera that's just that's just how i've always <laughs> felt like yeah it's like ad yeah, and bc right like Shit. <laughs> like and i know all these other bands were were a band before but like after pantera you have you know lamb of god and children of bottom and like all these others just ripping a uh, groove thrash hardcore metal bands just like oh okay you guys let it let's just kind of follow and see if we can build off your steam and you know all these great bands yeah. just came out of it like i feel you know gojira is is a school of that like gojira is mm -hmm. one of my favorite bands and they had big time dude dude 
And so <laughs> they have that, that running pummeling style, you know, uh, just that groove heavy. I don't know. I, it's, 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 it's hard to really put a grasp on the type of music metal it is or genre. It's just that feeling. And yeah. Gojira gives it to me. Gojira gives it to me big time. They get it right. <laughs> they do. They get it right, man. They, they don't Fuck, have the, yeah. they don't have the wild, crazy solos, but they still have the, the whammy, the wham, wham. So I feel it works. You know, <laughs> they still yes, pull it in. Yes. <laughs> Kojira is one of those bands that, you know, when I'm, when I'm hearing stuff on my playlist or, or, you know, Spotify makes a playlist for me and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm taking a bike ride or something or I'm, or I'm, you know, doing some cardio and it comes up. I'm like, man, that sounds like Kojira, man. Cause it's kind of off the wall and it's not, it doesn't sound like anybody else. So no. I'm going loud and like, fuck yeah, it is Kojira. Yes. And, uh, it's, they're unique, the, mm-hmm. the, you know, the heaviness of them and the, the vocals and the way they put everything together, man. They're, they're, they're one of the best bands that's out there right now. Oh, yeah, now. definitely. I think, I actually, I think we have tickets for the Mastodon Gojira, uh, Luna, Lorna Shore, Luna Shore, Lorna Shore. Fuck. People are going to talk oh, some shit, shit on that. Be sick. Yeah, Lorna Shore is amazing. <laughs> I was getting my buddy. Oh, they're so oh sick. dude, I was getting my buddy. Cause he's, he's, He's from the school of old school. He likes, you know, the uh, American Head Charge and Dry Kill Logic. And, you know, those are the bands. Okay. Yeah, those are the bands. That, those are good those ones. Those are good ones. And that's what he really loves. Yes. And I was like, hey, you know, check out. This is, you know, going to be the band with it. He's all, damn, dude, this is cool. This isn't what I like, but I think I can get into it. I was like, just give it a minute. Let it gel on you. Right. Play it a couple of times. Come back to it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a fun show. I'm excited. I think we're going to the Austin one. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited, dude. It's ridiculous. Fucking hell of a package, dude. Right there. That's awesome. Love all those. So much. Bands. I yes. really hope Mastodon. Did you go to Ghost when they came here? I missed. It's okay. It. Be- I missed we got out. kicked out of Ghost. You can't monster in Ghost. Yeah, Shit. we got kicked out right after Mastodon, or me and Brian did. And so, uh, why you can't you can't monster in Ghost? Ghost, if no matter what the opening band is, no matter if it's them. Whatever it is, you cannot rush during a ghost concert. They stop it, they'll kick you out. So they stopped us and they kicked us out. Yeah, wow. because he was going crazy during Spirit Box and he really loves Spirit okay. Box. It's a great band. Sure. Doing Fuck great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, taking off, doing some great shows, doing some great tours. I think they did a tour right after right after the, the ghost one. So he's really big into Spirit Boxing and you know, we're doing our thing like idiots and apparently we're the only ones doing our thing like an idiot. And, uh, I didn't realize it until like, oh, we're the only ones doing it like an idiot. And so, uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it was depressing in a way, but then, so Ma- that's a, it yeah. was like, ah, what a ball breaker. So like Mastodon came on and Mastodon set was flaccid. It was just, I was depressed, not depressed, but I was just shocked that that's what they brought. And we're hoping to hear blood and thunder at the end just so we can lose our mind. And it, yes. And it didn't happen. Yeah. So, like, we're like, what? Oh, oh he, dude, he, like, so that's the exact, that's the exact, he's <laughs> no. like, oh, all right. Right when Ghost starts, we're just going to lose it. I was like, all right, man, let's do it. And so, yeah, well, then we got kicked yeah. out. <laughs> so, you can't watch at a Ghost concert, heads up. <laughs> They'll kick you out. Damn, I remember yeah. that. Because I, I, Ghost has been growing yeah. on me, man. The more at first when I heard his vocals, I was eh, like, nah. Because yeah. I saw the imagery and I was like, hey, it just didn't, it didn't catch. I didn't catch it at the moment. But over the last two albums, man, I really, I've, I've, I've come to uh, uh, appreciate 
the yeah. writing, the writing, it's, it's, it's not predictable. Yeah. And that's what I'm, you know, you know, there's a lot of bands, you know, hard rock and, and heavy metal that cannot predictable, uh, writing formula, formulas, but he's is a little different and it's, it's different to the ear and it catches me. And I just kind of, the, the voice is finally starting to get it. I dig it. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. I'm starting to get it exactly. Well, yeah, and, uh, you have to think, you know, a little sunshine and, and and jams like that off the new one yeah. are, are are just catchy, catchy radio hits, and I got to give them props. They're they're bad. Well, I mean, you have to think. They're, everybody considers them a metal band. They're, they yeah, but they're they're a really good rock band. They're a really good like Deep Purple right. and stuff like that. They're just a very good uh, operatic rock band. You know, it's kind of like. Like yeah. the first time, the first time you, the first time you see King Diamond, right? Okay, you see him just painted up, lit like all of it, right? And then you hear, ah! you're like, what is this? Like it kind of throws you off, <laughs> but at least, at least, at least King Diamond's amazing. That's just I'm going to drop on that one. Yes. But like, so yeah, that's how I, that's, that's right. how I felt with Ghost. I was like, okay, these guys are going to look cool. This is going to be awesome. And then he threw it out, and I was like, uh, let me, let me, let me kind of. Let me kind of sit on this for a minute. And I think it's taken me about three, four years as well to finally just like, like the, well, the <laughs> first time I saw him was with, uh, Opeth and Mastodon when they came down here and it was an amazing show. Dude, yeah. Ghost, um, Ghost Live is just great. They really are. They're, they're a fantastic live band. You know, you can't, you can talk as much shit as you want to, but I mean, you have to see them live. They're really good. And so that's where I kind of got taken off for a moment and I bought the CD and I put it in my car on the way home. I was like, this is not, this is not the same thing. This is not the same thing I just witnessed. <laughs> what the fuck is this? And yeah, it took, it took yeah. me a minute. And yeah, now I'm, I, it's, it's not, I think you have to kind of disassociate yourself from the press of people saying this is this kind of music and people saying, no, it's this kind of music. Yeah. And you just kind of have to listen to it yourself and go, this is just good songwriting. And it's, it's really, really powerful, you know, music. It really is. It's, it's solid music. Yeah. You like it or you hate it. You can't deny it's good music. It really is. Absolutely. Very well put. Like it or hate it, but you can't deny it. It's, it's got some great musicianship going on right there. It really does. I mean, they, they, well, let's they talk wouldn't about, win Grammys if they weren't. I think they won a Grammy. Absolutely. Like exactly. That, Even though something like that, right? You know, I was thinking exactly where you're going to, but uh, you're right, man. Well deserved to those guys. We're thinking about, you know, our love for concerts and we've talked about so many, a good handful of concerts so far already. Panteros, you know, uh, Sepatura, um, uh, Monster Magnet. I want to know what was your first concert? What's your favorite mm -hmm. concert? And what was the last concert you've checked out? Eric? Hey, I'm going to try to think of one that I didn't play in. Okay. So the first concert was, uh, <laughs> Ozzy, uh, Simple Troy type of negative, and that was, dude, I was in middle school. I don't know how this happened, but my parents dropped me off outside of Johnny Land. This was before it was Texas Sky. Yeah, it was Johnny Land first. And yeah. so, dude, uh -huh. man. I, and it was, it was packed, bad. dude. Ozzy was fucking It was packed. Bad. Yes, it, it was, was badass. so badass. And, like, you had, like, one of yes. my favorite things I always tell people are the, are the, the vendors outside selling shirts. They were some of the worst yeah. <laughs> and best like bootleg merch you'll ever see in your life. And they're just all there. They're just all there. Everybody's lined up with all these different yes. shirts. Yeah. No, I, I think I bought a bootleg shirt off that off off that night. Yeah, so that was my first one. And it was Hell the yeah. most like how you can't like that's a setting moment. Like like that's a setting concert. You know Big what I mean? Time. It was his no more tears. Yes. 
or no more tours. It was with uh, Joe Holmes, the guitarist. Joe Holmes, I got a pick from you that night. Oh, yes, dude, he yes, played like Randy yeah. that night. I even I remember. He looked like he Kurt Cobain to play like Randy, he right? Did. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That concert was. I still have the concert ticket somewhere. I think I got it up here. Oh shit, do I? Do I still have it? Which one do I have? No, Fair I got my Pantera one. <laughs> I miss, yes, hell yeah, hell yeah. I got that one over there too. And you know what? I miss that about concerts, about the tickets. Yeah. That's part of the souvenir. If you ran into any of the band members, you flip it over here. We sign this That's, real quick, you know, and, and, yeah. and see, well, this is that. a yeah. damage plan and hate breed. And so like I went, oh. I bought a ticket for, uh, or I bought, uh, yeah. so they, they came down and I bought the damage plan CD. And yeah. he's like, here, I'm going to throw this on you real quick and throws this wristband. I was like, what's this for? I was like, oh, you get to hang out with the band after. I was like, all right. <laughs> so I went and told my buddies, and they all yeah. went and bought CDs, even though they owned them. Yeah, we got to hang out with Pancho or Damage Plan at, at Concord. It was the best, dude. Uh, my favorite. Dude, yeah. Uh, my yes. favorite is, man, it's a Pantera one. I'm going to have to go with the first Pantera I saw because Neurosis was there, and I love, love Ooh, Neurosis. I remember that. That one, that was, uh, I think that was with. Uh, uh, was it biohazard it was biohazard yes because the next one was, was right. the next one was cold chamber machine head right Ooh, yeah yes mm. yes that was sick mm. man cold chamber when they dropped and they came yeah. out and they they opened with a halloween theme theme song that at the one, beginning kind of set the mood and then everything fucking went ape shit when they dropped that loco. oh my god Holy when loco fuck. dropped when loco dropped the whole yeah. place <laughs> so this is uh <sighs> This is a dimes pick from that night. And I was, cause I always stood in front, like anytime Panther, I was like in front of him and he'd yeah. always throw handfuls of picks and I caught this one and it's been with me forever. But, uh, that wasn't my favorite one. That's that awesome. Was, that would be my favorite just because that moment, but my favorite concert was the, the, the neurosis and biohazard. We hung out with biohazard when my buddies worked at Los music. You remember Los music? Okay. Yeah. So, I remember Ray. Ray, Ray from Los. So Music. he was Uncle Ray, yes. dude. Like I was, if you, if any, if anybody's <laughs> watching this and y'all went to Los Music and saw this little albino-looking white kid running around, like him, like polishing all the guitars, that was me. I were I, yeah, wow. I was there every day, <laughs> and so I'd go up top uh, in the the yeah. little attic area, do all the cases, uh, started taking lessons and hanging out. Yeah, Los Music was my thing, so. Los wow. Music was having a little signing with Biohazard, so it was, you know, first time seeing Pantera. He's like, hey, dude, you got to come down. Pantera won't be here, but Biohazard's here. We're going to have to do a signing. So we hung out. I got tons of Biohazard signatures, and you know, I got packs of stickers still from that event. And uh, my buddies were like, hey, we're, uh, we're, we're skipping school. We're going to go to Craig's Rector Factory to go get some stuff signed uh, by Pantera. I was like, I can't go, but, you know, let me know how it goes. And everybody's like, they come back like, Oh, it was yeah. amazing. Cause we're all, I think this was when we were at King, maybe at the beginning of King high school. And yeah. So we all, uh, at the end of the day, we all packed into our car, into my buddy's car and headed over there. And it was like our first venture as the dudes, like, you know, you're all hanging out. Yeah. Cause you know, this is beginning of high school. Like, I think this was 96 when this concert happened and only one guy had a car. And so, like, he was the yeah. dude. <laughs> and so, like, this is the first time, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, we're going to go hang out. You know, we might, you know, snag a couple of beers from some friends and, you know, party 
in a way, yes. like with your four or five beers with your yeah. buddies. And so like, yeah, it was just a memorable moment. And like, that's what set the, the, that right there is just what set the step for everything I wanted to do. Like I want to hang out with my friends. I want to play yes. music. I want to just like be immersed in this whole thing. Like that Pantera show was like my, my, my pinnacle moment right there. That was like the top of like, okay, this is exactly how I want to just go for it. And I just took off and ran with it the best I could. Uh, Hell yeah, perfect show! I can definitely see all the influence coming coming off of all that all that talent all that, that was there talent. on that stage. And at that yeah. moment, you know, all those bands were fucking peaking. Yeah, I mean, right you then. had uh, Neuros- and, uh, Neurosis wow. through Silver and Blood is like still one of my yes. most sludge moments. And I base a lot of you know early Switch, not early, but now Switchblade stuff like off that early Neurosis kind okay. of stuff, like that that sludge kind of drone kind of metal you have to be careful because you can't hit like an open chord and let it sit for like an hour and a half. If you don't have samples in the background, like they do. <laughs> so like, you gotta have to like, you know, right. make it work the best you can. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you had biohazard and that was a huge hardcore influence. And then Pantera, like I have to say that concert is really what set me musically because like it's, it's all what I do with switchblade and throat locus is really that concert. It's weird. I didn't think about that until that's, now. Thank you. That, that's nice. I appreciate that. It feels good. Very cool. Uh, and what about the last the one? The last one. Mm. Even if you played it, it's all right. Oh, Hell, I mean, if it's if it was, if it was the last one, Pyrexia, last one, Pyrexia right. was the last one we played with y'all. Uh, that was good right. one. Oh, that was, that a, was a good one. That was a good one. Oh. Yes, man. I, you know, uh, Pyrexia and 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 you know, myself and my old band uh, back in the nineties mm. was Integrity, and we used to we've done at least three shows with Pyrexia, and it always blew me away how these guys came all the way from fucking New York and ended up down here, the very fucking yeah. down in Corpus, and they killed it back in the days of Sermon oh, Mockery, and these are the days where that uh, EJ's and Backdrafts mm-hmm. was going on. And we had these shows called the 666 shows where six bands, six bucks starting at six o'clock. And, uh, well, Imprecation was on there. Crucifixion was on there. Uh, ourselves, Severance, uh, Pyrexia and, uh, sick fucking shows. And to have Pyrexia back in the house again and throwing down fucking just like they did back in the day. Sick as fucking so as shit. And you guys being on the bill too, that was a fucking, and, 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 and us being a part of it. Um, man, it was, That's it a was a, a, a very fucking cool uh, night. You know what I mean? Yes. That was just, it was a good night of like, I, I, it was cool to see everybody from just, it was like everybody in the scene from like the beginning, not, not right. beginning, beginning, but like, I mean, Dilla was there. Like it was, it was everybody in, in our friends from like, I'd say what, like fucking two thousand two, two thousand to now, like like For real? it was all yeah. these dudes that we've known that we've grown up and was just all hanging out at one random show. <laughs> it, was, it was cool. Yeah. Like, it was cool to see like oh, the yeah. new kids I'm, and like all of us. I love it. Right. Yeah. Love it. Love seeing that man. I love seeing the new breed yeah. coming in, and uh, it's it's very inspiring. Very inspiring. I'm glad that they're going hard because that's it. Just. Uh, that's, that's what I want Corpus yeah. to be known for. One of those cities that just it has just some great music with great talent and it just really goes out there and puts their best fucking material oh, yeah. out there and going hard. Everybody like and that's that's the the only thing that that hurts me a little bit about Corpus because everybody every musician here is amazing, but we kind of get skipped out a little bit because we're not Houston or San Antonio. 
So it's it's it can be it can be hard yeah. for some of the talent to get hurt. So I'm really happy to see you know everybody trying to play out more and trying to reach out more and do different things and like trying to grab what it is because I I don't think I've ever seen one bad band in Corpus. I've seen like you know what I mean. You've seen like okay, dudes are starting out. Everybody's starting out. But I've right. never been to like yes, and there's a big difference. A big Everybody difference. starts somewhere, and it just keeps getting better. It just keeps yeah. getting better. You know, I've seen I've we've played because Switchblades we've Switchblades been playing for about eleven, twelve years, dude. We've been playing for a good amount, and you know, we've done out of state, uh, in state, all that kind of stuff. And I've we've played with yeah, you know, the, the same bands once or twice, and you can see like they haven't grown, but in Corpus, everybody has like this hunger and drive and just want and they don't know what they want they just want something and they just push and push yeah. and push and push and it's just demographic i guess demographic i guess that's the word i'm thinking of it's just where we're located like we kind of get skipped so like if you really really want to push it you have to get out social media wise in this town it's just it's the sad nature of it you can't get around it that's right, and you got somebody in the band's got to be savvy about it to to, yeah. to take care of that part of the business because it keeps it, it you you really got to stay you yeah. know top of mind and 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 stay active you know have something getting ready to drop or have something talking about getting ready to drop or have have something in the process big shows uh, new yeah. recordings and you guys are really have a really good knack for for getting out there and and, and putting um, you know put the legwork in putting the work legwork in doing the emails doing the contacts and and that's what it takes man and, it's work are you the one responsible for for doing Most of it, yeah uh, i let the guys kind of uh where everybody kind of has a role in a way uh one of the guys kind of takes care of the merge Ooh. one of the guys takes care of the live situation uh, another double checks on things i pretty much do all the the online stuff just because i've known a lot of individuals and because of switch blade up I've, I've met yeah. you know either pr uh head of ars you know different things and so i can talk to these people a little bit easier because i've already had you know my legroom into it like if sure. it's a magazine like decibel or invisible oranges or something i've worked with somebody that has worked with them so i can kind of get it a little bit easier than the other guys can so yeah it's 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 me yeah. just trying to think of new ideas of new content i'll hit the guys up we'll either make a funny meme We'll like uh, I did uh, instead of Altars of Madness, it's Altars of Menudo. It's it's a great shirt and it makes me hungry every time <laughs> I look at it. And so uh, <laughs> just fun stuff. And so you you kind of yeah. have to post every other day, if not every day, on social media just to get people to notice you. You have to understand like there's millions of bands out there. Well, maybe not millions. There's there's thousands and thousands and thousands of bands out there. Yeah. Why should they? Why should people look at you? You know what I mean? Like, even though you write good music, right. if they don't know who you are, if they don't see something of you or somebody sharing, they won't know your music. It's 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 a blessing that the multimedia age that we live in right now, but it's a curse at the same time. It really is. It's it's wild. Yeah, yeah but you you you've made you've done a good job of Part of my French, but you yeah, made it your bitch, you know, and, and, and you got to make it I work do, for yeah. you. No, you, know, you yeah. do. Like I'm, I'm, I wake up in the morning, I check emails through Throat Locus. I get with either the booking or the PR. I get with them. Uh, I'll get with the guys on content. Uh, we'll go through our Spotify numbers. We'll go through our Apple numbers. 
I'll jump on Bandcamp. We'll see what we got on that. Uh, in the group chat, I would normally will take screenshots and show what our ratings are, what we need to do to work on this. Uh, I'll go in and Spotify's got a great thing where you can go in the demographics and see where they're listening and what age group. And so I can like yeah. cater more towards those guys. Like our age group for, for Throat Locust is like 32 to I think it was 48 and that's like all my friends. So I'm doing all Super Nintendo all right. retro stuff, like things that like as you were a kid that you remember something that hooks and grabs on you. Not only does the music have to be hook and catch, the visual kind of need, you know, to be a hook and a catch nowadays too. It's it's a game, it's a shitty game, but you got to play it. There's just no other ways about it. Genius. Eric, you got a great uh, marketing head on your shoulder and a great uh, business. Uh, you're very uh, business-minded and, and savvy at there as well. Keep it up, man. I love the grind. I love it. And, and, and that's, that's part of, the, of, of what we do here in, this, in, in jamming. Um, the best bands, the most successful, have that kind of uh, mentality behind it, man. And so uh, you're, you're awesome, man. You just keep up what you're doing, man. Everything's just going to keep working out. And before you know it, Hellfest Dude, is, is going to be I, happening for you. I brother. told like the, the, the whole thing about one, one of the things I love about music is getting my friends on cool things. Like I got Chris on a vinyl. So Switchblade has a vinyl and has the first time he's able to hold this. And I, you know, the, the third practice yeah. of throat locus, I was like, I want Gil to be on the cover of revolver. I want, me and and Alex to to be in like in a, a guitar world article. I want us to play health. That's like I want yeah. these things for these guys because like it feels good when like people appreciate the things you do. Like and I want ever I just want everybody just to Fuck love yeah. it and just have fun with it. So I'm like so there's people that are uh, uh, there's a recording coming up for Sepulchritzy. Uh, it's a vocal thing. I'm like let me know if y'all need studios and stuff like that i'll get with switchblade like i want everybody to have everything that they can and build upon themselves to be happy with everything they do especially music wise because music is just i don't know man music's lifeblood like it's it's just something that you can't yes. turn off in my opinion like i can't i can't stop music <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean you can't stop it. It's forever, it's forever. man. It's it, it's you know it's 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 part of of us and being part of the the music matrix. You know we're, we're in it. it. We're in it. So I mean, uh, God bless yeah, us, dude. Like <laughs> I didn't know that when I when I was ten and I picked up a guitar, I'm like, this is going to be my lifestyle. Everything I do is based on this one object. I will do this till the day I die. Like I didn't know right. that was going to happen. I'm okay with it though. Because yeah, you know, at least I'm not like you know blowing money on random things. I could I always tell my wife like I could be like a, a computer geek and like one of those guys that has to have like the brand new computer and PlayStation just all the time. Like just be happy. My my, my yeah. hobbies aren't that bad. Granted, guitar hobbies are expensive. I have a VHT Pitbull back there. That's my main amp, and I got it on a great deal. But now they're like stupid expensive. So like I don't even tell her how much that thing was. <laughs> Right. Hobbies get a little much. They really <laughs> You did. got a great deal. I did. I really did. Yeah. It was during COVID. Uh, so like he, he needed to get rid of it and yeah. I'll take it off your hands. I sold an angle for it. So I, I, there I, you I go. made it work. It made it work. Oh shit. It was cool. Kind of. Yeah, it, was, right. it was cool. But like <laughs> the angle didn't fit me. Like the angle is, is more of the modern metal. Okay. And it was during, like this was before Throat Locust. So it just, it was a modern metal amp for Switchblade and it just is, it just didn't work. So I got fortunate with the VHD. I get it.
Hey, all right. Well, let me ask you this. Um, I got a, when I'm listening to, uh, hmm? Death Hymn, I came across the track and I believe it's called, uh, Behind yes. the Monolith. And I got to ask you about, it sounds like, uh, almost like, uh, Timothy Leary talking on there, talking about exploring yes. the mind. Who is the voice that's, that has that little passage? That right there? was, uh, that was actually, we had to get the rights for that. That, that was, that's, that's off of Hellraiser. And, uh, yeah, that's, no that's shit. off of Hellraiser. We had to, yeah, it's it's int- it, wow. like with uh, uh, who was in your room last night. We had to get signed off by a uh, butthole surfers on that too. So they heard it and yeah. they signed it off, and we got approved to to put it out through Spotify. Yeah, like that's actually it's from a Hellraiser clip. We had wow. to get the rights and make sure everything was fine. And so I'm a huge horror movie fan, horror movie fan, whatever you want to call it. And Hellraiser has always 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 been been one of my favorites and uh that one's off of uh three three positive it's three but it's the doctor scene and he's you know cutting into her mind and skull and i'm watching i'm like man that is just a great trippy (laughs) just sentence and it and we were thinking of patches for that song and i thought about that we pulled it up on the on the movie and i fast forward i checked the guys like yeah that's cool so I put it in uh, Reaper. I use Guitar Reaper for, for recording, well, just my personal stuff when I do riffs. And I was able to take like a couple of little things off the background so you could just hear the voice real well. You hear like some squirting of the blood and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we had to actually get the rights for that one. Yeah. That one was a, yeah, I'm surprised we got signed off for that. But yeah, anything you have, fun facts if you're listening, anything you have that has those things, if you put it on YouTube or Spotify and it's not approved, that it gets pulled fast 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 so yeah just like oh just like that we get uh i can't post because switchblade songs have been going out for so long i'll post some switchblade songs on youtube and i get hit with a copyright even though we wrote them it's weird yeah it's weird yeah it's (laughs) online copyright situation they'll they hear like a second of a song or a second of a thing and they'll flag it fast and just pop it off so yeah yeah that's the extra movie though that's hellraiser i love that i love that movie all right, all right. Got another question for you. What four songs or artists have inspired or defined your style or your sound? I would sound? say Black Sabbath for sure. Uh, Pantera, most definitely. Uh, there's also uh, a, a lot of stuff that like people wouldn't realize. Like I went through a, a bluesy period for about two years. And so I wanted to uh, focus on my lead work, but I wanted to focus on my phrasing. So I got into just a huge, huge blues fix. And so, I mean, you know, I hate saying Stevie Ray Vaughan because everybody's like, everybody says Stevie Ray Vaughan, but he was a big part of me. And then uh, Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen for right. sure. Oh, yeah, Eddie Van Halen all day long. Like, it, hearing, hearing, like, not just eruption, but like anything he did was just like an explosion. Like it was just like him throwing his Marshall and guitar at you the whole time. Even if it's just like, like even it's just the little dancing riffs, like it's just was in your face. And so like when I realized dime, like idolized this guy and, you know, really kind of lived off it. It made sense to me when, you know, when I got into that, that age, I was like, Oh, okay. That's why I like dime too, because he worked a lot off of that stuff and 
Yeah, I mean, those two, those those four, and then James Hetfield. I'm going to throw a fifth. I'm sorry, but James Hetfield, because of my rhythm, like I really am happy with my rhythm work, and he really helped my right hand. And it was just like, and just sitting and just getting the, getting those, that gallop, but just down picking, not up picking. That was because he doesn't up pick, yeah. he just down picks. If, yeah, James just down picks. So he down picks oh. these, these triplets. I'm like, how? Yeah. And so it was just me focusing, focusing, focusing on that. And I really feel like he helped my right hand a lot. So I'm going to throw five in. Sorry. Pop, <laughs> pop a hit. No, that's good. And we always make room for the, for the Metallica guys, man. Cause they, you know, they're, they're, they kind of, they, and in a lot of, in many ways, they kind of wrote the book on how all of us kind of, fell in line and, and did our own, you know, version of all, all of this, uh, different genres of metal that we all kind of fell in love with. And, uh, dude, pop a hit. Like, no, gotta like, love him. I mean, gotta love him. God bless it. That riff, man. And, and, and holding down the vocals at the same time, you know, it just, he's, he's a monster, just a freaking when, incredible when monster. When Switchblade lost our singer, like he was the real, I'm like, well, if he can do it, then I can figure it out. <laughs> like, that, that's like the most yeah, asshole thing to say. Hell yeah. But it's it, one of my favorite things to say too, is like, sometimes like, I don't know if you, I don't know if you've ever yeah. have it happen like where you forgot a lyric while you're singing. Has that ever happened? Okay, so of so like you'll just <laughs> make stuff up once in a while, or you'll just blow it off. Well, I'm I'm listening to Hendrix, right? Hendrix never really sung all his yeah. lyrics right. Everything was just like as he went. When it's like <laughs> not comparing myself to Hendrix, I'm like, you know what? If the god of guitar, if everybody's idol can just mess up once in a while, I think I'll be okay if I mess up once or twice on stage. Right. Because I used to get real, well, I used to get real weird. Like, you know, I wanted, you know, our performance to be great. You know, I fucked up this. I shouldn't have done that. Like, I'll never say it to anybody, but like, I'll go home and I'll be pissed off at myself. And uh, so I'm like, you know, give yourself a fucking break, man. (laughs) Sometimes you forget a lyric on stage. It happens. Yes. <laughs> Give yourself a break. Exactly, man. This, it's, it's, it's such a journey in, in, in learning from our, from our, from our mistakes while we perform. Um, you know, artists like you and myself, uh, whether it's forgetting a lyric or, or, or something of that sort, oh, we're yeah. a worst critic. And, you know, we, even when people come, hey, that was kick ass. We, we're the first one to think in our, in our head. Yeah. If you only knew I fucked this one up and this one up, you, this one up. You know, I'm yeah. glad he didn't, I'm glad well, he didn't I mean, catch you want- it. But you want to say like, are you sure about that? Are you lying to me? Like, you can tell me the truth. Like, you want right. to say that, but you know you can't. You can't yeah. because then that puts doubt in everybody. Like, you always got to walk off stage. Like, you just blew the place up. Like, you set you set all the amps on fire. Yeah. You know, there's thousands of people waiting for you. Like, when you get off stage, <laughs> don't act like a putz and be like, oh man, we were we could have been better, but we forgot to practice this and that. Like, nobody gets a shit. Don't say that. Just go home That's and hate right. on yourself by yourself. It's a lot better in the long run. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. And enjoy that moment while you can because because you mm-hmm. just made somebody's night. If they came up and said, Hey, you guys jam, hey, they could have if you if they really thought you sucked, yeah. they could have just not said anything. So if they made the time, it, you know, pat yourself on the back. You did. You know, you earned when that. People come up you to you, that. yeah. When people come Hell up yeah. to you, they mean it. Like they don't they don't come up to you to give you some kind of hollow mm-hmm. comment or, or, or compliment. Like it's it's never been yeah. like that in not right. only in corpus, just you know, in the metal scene in general. So if somebody comes up to you, like you know, yeah. thank them because they they really appreciate what you're what you're doing, and it's good to appreciate them for liking what you do because you know how it is. Like. It's a hard business and it's yeah. a, it's a hard grind at times. And 
you know, when you play to only because you've done it, everybody else watching this and listening to this has done it. You've played to two people before and it's rough. Yeah. But sometimes like <laughs> one guy sitting at a table, but then there's just that one guy in the middle of the room just losing his shit and is just losing it. it. And after every so and it's, and it's worth, worth it. it. You're like, I love yeah. this dude. I was here for this dude. And he buys a shirt. He gives you a high five. He drops his beer outside and he goes home. <laughs> like that's, that's the best. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That is the best. That is the best. That guy's yeah. living in the, the dream right there. He's like, man, I just got to go out and check out this band. Yeah. They're fucking bad. I never seen him before, but they fucking kicked ass and had a great time. You know, and, and that's what I always wanted to go see when I go mm -hmm. see great shows, uh, opening acts that I've never seen before. I love being blown away by, by bands that, that, you know, that I never, yeah. didn't see it coming. And, and, you know, from then on, I become a, a big fan. Uh, and you got to take those chances. And, you know, I'm not a big fan of going to shows where they have 20 bands playing. Yeah. But, but if you invest, if you invest that day, you're going to fucking be surprised on who the fuck's going to hit that stage. And if it wasn't for a show like that, highlight every so zero's many bands, fest that we've ever been um, to, you mean? <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes, you know, uh, we yeah. take what we can get. You know what I'm saying? And I'll, I'll jump on the, on oh, that yeah, 10, 10 bill or 20 bill band. You know what I mean? Because uh, I want to jam. And, and I like, and I like the other guys that are playing too. And a couple of my friends' bands are in there, man. I don't want to be sitting back. I, I know. Want to be in I want to jam I've, with I've these done guys that. too. We've done that before. Shit. I'm like, you know, uh, one of the dudes can't do it. So I was like, well, I'll just go to the show and I'll hang out. I'm like, man, I want to like, I want to get on. Like, do you need a backup guitarist for something? Do you just want me to pluck in the background? Like, I just yeah. want to do something. Like I used to go to, uh, there's a, uh, there was a band in town called Sun Salutation and they're a, a reggae band and they moved out to Austin. Yes. So anytime uh -huh. they would come down or they'd have a show and I would show up, they would do an intermission and be me and the guitarist and we'd just play back and forth. And that's some of the most fun thing ever. Like you don't have, you don't have yeah. to like set up for a show. You don't have to get ready. You don't have to deal with the, cause sometimes it can be a little nervous or nerve wracking. You just go, you know how for it is. Sure. And it will, you know, these little yeah. uh, guitar jams with just me showing up, hanging out with my buddies. Like, Hey, play guitar real quick. I'm like, all right, this is perfect. Yes and play guitar have fun with your buddies yes. no stress yeah like music music's the no best stress. thing like music is so much fun especially when you're on stage and it goes by so fucking fast dude it is wild how fast it goes on stage yeah you think you know i know I mean? man too too quick too quick we're ready for the next fix as soon as we can yeah right? <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man let me let me ask you a couple more questions, man. Who does most of the writing as far as music and lyrics? Switch 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 is, is pretty much. Uh, I'll bring a a chunk of material. Uh, John will throw something down real quick on it. We'll build a skeleton, and then uh, Chris will go back and forth on that. It's usually me bringing uh, a riff or an idea, or just starting with one. Or uh, actually, no, lately it's been John and Chris, and they'll start off with uh, a drum and bass kind of riff, and then I'll jump in the middle of that. And then we'll, then we'll change it up. Lyrics, it's pretty much just me. Uh, uh, personal stuff. Okay. Uh, life, family. Uh, there's a lot of lyrics that, that have huge meanings. Like, you know, Wet Lungs is a, is a, is a very important song. Uh, uh, there's also off of, uh, Death Hymns Forgotten. Forgotten is a, uh, is an important song to me. 
and it's uh we we put a bunch of overlays and vocal uh drops on it it just sounds ridiculous that's that's my love for neurosis is on that one but uh yeah lyric wise it's pretty much just me you know i'll write things i'll bring it to the guys and make sure they're okay with it and then we'll throw it down it's usually and the lyrics are usually wrote after the fact you know it's it's uh it's uh i like to have the whole of the the piece first before i kind of write the lyrics down i know some people write the lyrics out and they'll write the song to the lyrics i like to write a whole piece of music and then build the lyrics on that and just i like to have a beginning and end and just have a start and finish that's why like death hymn starts off with scorched and it's a big big lift off into everything and then the last song it's it's pretty much you know the lyrics are bruised and bloody knuckles you know we're here to take over the world in a way and so like and that's the end of it you know it leaves you with that kind of this is who we are so that's how i usually write lyrics in a way very well done and i I like your i like the method to your madness right there thank you very well done hell yeah very thought through you know it's that's the way i like to be uh that's the way i like to write my songs too i like the music i like to help produce and arrange the music and then after and and while while we're going through that i'm doing a lot of uh uh, ad-libbing and lyrics and just trying to get some phrasing things and that that might stick and your phrasing is great your phrasing is great you just you need to you need to you need to uh (laughs) throw that some uh some love on yourself on that your your vocals your your vocals are solid fucking shit dude like and it's great so like my buddies and I mean, you, everybody knows the guys in Dead Horse and all that kind of stuff. So they come down and they saw they saw yeah. your singing and Scott saw, dude, I love this too. I was like, dude, you're gonna fucking love Tony. Tony turns like, no, I when we play, I we try to make sure that he's there and he he's serious and like because we know like if you're gonna be at the show, it's going to be a solid, amazing show because we're always gonna get a great performance, not only from you but from the rest of your band. And so like all the other bands gravitate towards you and a lot of things because you know we have a high respect for you and a high respect for the scene so it's really great to 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 have like these moments of like you telling me i'm a decent singer because coming for you that's an amazing thing because i'm like i still don't think i'm a decent singer at all at all <laughs> you're so no. humble eric you're so humble man but you've got you've got a lot of great talent and it's raw talent and the way you deliver and with your passion that makes your your vocals unique and same thing with your guitar writing man you know sure i can hear some different influences but it's switchblade jesus for instance you know right there and and i'm starting to you know i've only heard three songs so far of of the the writing in mm-hmm. in throat locus so far but when the majority of everything you've already put together, you know, in the past 10 years and, and in the, the several recordings that you put out, um, very Thank unique. And, and, and I try to be me and heavy. Yeah, man. And, and you got it, man. You got it. I think, um, uh, I loved your presence right there when you're jamming, man, because you're, you're a perfect example on how I like to encourage other artists lose yourself on stage. Yeah, you do that. You get into the moment. You just let you fucking start shredding and singing at the same time. And that's the way it's done. That's the way it gets done right. And uh, thank you. Much props to you, brother. Much props to you, man. So uh, I have to be careful because uh, I'll I'll, I'll lean back and I'll roll my (laughs) eyes at the back of my head and I'll be playing something like, oh, shit, here it comes up. I (laughs) forgot I have to sing this next part. Here we go. And yeah, and it. 
I do. You get I lost do. in the Every moment, right? Because, like, like, oh, one of my favorite yeah. things to do, one of my favorite things to do, and I know it's yours too, is to look back and see your buddies jamming. And that's the cool thing about a guitarist, a vocalist. Like, yes. we're not sitting on the kit. We're not doing it. So we can actually look at people. And so, like, I'll get lost in just hanging out with my buddies on stage. And I'm just like, it's the most stupid thing. I'm like, man, this rules. This is awesome. Oh, shit. I got to sing in about five seconds. I got to go back to the mic. Hold on real quick. And yeah, right. I, get, I get lost in it because it's so much fun. It's just like, I don't know. If if, if y'all, if, if whoever's you know, watching, listening, whatever, if y'all haven't done this live, if you've never, like, have your kids play like Chica's Rock. Like, I love, love, love yeah. that program. Like, it is to, to, to be on stage with your friends, with people like yelling at you. And it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, <laughs> you can't, unless you've experienced it, you just can't explain it. It's the best feeling for me. It really yeah. is. It is. Absolutely. So oh, yeah. we're, we're hooked. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> so let me ask you, how did Throat Locust get well, started? Well, I mean, for, for the most part, it's, it's, I've always wanted to get a a heavy, heavy kind of groove death metal band going. It's just something that's always been a passion for me. Just I've always loved Bolt Thrower and Carcass and Obituary. You know, a lot of those. I mean, that's just the yeah, 90s yeah. kind of death metal is where I grew up with. You know, I, I still love Bloodbath and I love all the Swedish stuff and, you know, Decapitate and all that kind of good stuff. But like, yeah, I mean, like oh, that, that's, that's the yeah. good shit, you know, but that's early 2000s good shit. But yeah. I grew up like 90s bolt thrower. And so I've always had that, that feeling and death and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So my buddies, and it's the same dudes that we went to, we packed up in the car and went to Pantera with and the same dudes we're going to Metallica and Pantera with. Uh, he was moving out of town, uh, my buddy Ryan Ewart and uh, Brian Hope. He's like, hey, you know, Ewart's moving out of town. Let's do a party or something. Holy like, shit! What do you want to do? He's like, well, let's go to let's go to Iowa and go watch Not Fest. I was like, okay, yeah, we can figure something out. And so <laughs> he, because he has a city card, yeah. well, he's like, I got, uh, I can get us flights, but that's about it. I was like, okay, cool, we'll get it all figured out. Sold shit, got money, did whatever we could. Cause like you know, my buddy's moving. I don't know when the next time we're gonna see him. So let's just make as much cash as I can, buy tickets, yeah. make sure we got hotel and stuff like that. So it was one of those like let's just figure life out and we'll do it. So we we got it. We got our plane. We got to Iowa, where we're I'm 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 you know I'm kind of bad about like getting in places I shouldn't be. And like getting backstage or just walking my way. So like we get there and the line is just long. Oh, Dude, right. the line is like a mile long. Remember how it was during during Johnny Land in Texas Sky? It would go along the fence and just go. That's yes. how it was. Well, there was a break in the line. I was all Yeah. Let's see, let's see what happens real quick. So I walked over there and I stood in the line. Nobody said anything. I called the guys. I was like, hey, hurry and get your ass over here. We'll cut in the line. It's the worst thing you can do. But not it's i was an asshole don't <laughs> don't cut lines people it's a dick move i was a dick but the reasoning is because <laughs> not fest was so big the opening bands are already starting people are waiting in lines bands are starting yeah one of the main reasons i wanted to go there was for a band called gate creeper i love gate creeper gate gate creeper mm -hmm. has that 90s yeah. nostalgic kind of death metal feel 
and everybody else, you know, they're for, for Slipknot, Megadeth, Gojira was there. Uh, Faith No More was supposed to be there, but sure. they didn't show up. So like, I was bummed about that because I really want to see Faith No More. I love, love Faith No More. Badass. So we're hanging out, we're doing our thing, and uh, uh, Gate Creeper's about to come on. It's like, hey, dudes, let's go watch Gate Creeper. Like, oh, you know, let's get up front, like in a high school, like we're idiots, and let's do it. He's like, hell yeah, let's, let's fucking do this. If you want to see Gate Creeper, we're doing this. And so we, we did our way. We moved our way all the way to the front and it was the same spot. Like I'm always on the, I'm always oh, in that front, shit. right? If you ever want to find me at a show, I'm in that front, right? You know, or less stage, whatever you want to call it. Front you know, right. I'm just, that's where I always am. Okay. And so like gate creeper goes on and they're losing their shit. Right. I look over to my left. My buddy, Brian, four years old is in the biggest pit I've seen him in in my life. He's running around screaming, laughing, oh, just having a blast, punching people. People are punching him. My yeah. buddy Ewart, I look over him. He's got like the <laughs> biggest smile. I'm like, man, this is this is that high school feeling. This is that I miss that 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 kind of nostalgic. You know yeah. what I mean? You're going out with your buddies, being dumbasses, and trying not to get arrested. It was fun back then. You could get away with stuff Fucking back then. Priceless. You know what I mean? So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, leaving uh, leaving the show. You know, we had a great night. Uh, we we're walking around downtown Iowa, and uh, I was like, "Man, this is what I want to do. Something that can play not fest." And that that's literally what I said. I was like, "I want to, I want to, I want to start a band that can play this." And you were so, who's all? What are you gonna call us? Like, I'm gonna call it Throat Locust. I was like, all right, cool. That sounds fucking badass. I was like, yeah, that's what I think too, right? It's a, it's an old, it's it's a song yeah. from a band called Tad. Tad is a '90s kind of Nirvana kind of band yeah. back then. Seattle band. Yeah, and so there's also a guitar pedal called a Throat Locust, which is an HM2, which is usually what death metal guys use. So I've always liked that name. Oh, yeah, shit. and so yeah. it just popped out of my mouth came to my head that's what we're going to call it i came home i looked it up nobody had it it wasn't in the metal encyclopedia it wasn't on anything except for uh it was there was a cover band that that called themselves that and they were in like scotland the last time they played at that time was like 2013 so i was like <laughs> okay they don't give a shit and they're just cover band they don't give a fuck it's our name got yeah. home uh yeah, I was awesome. lucky. Got home, uh, called up Alex. Uh, we started talking about stuff. And then that's when I started just looking for musicians. And I was going to shows. I feel kind of shitty. I was almost like poaching them in a way. But I wasn't because nobody's left other bands. But I would go to shows and approach a musician. And that's how we got Gil is I threw on, because at House of Rock, I do uh, Thursday Night Massacre, which is a Thursday night series. Uh, just get local bands, local music, usually local metal. And so I put on one with yeah. uh, Filth Embedded and Lowball, and it was just a switchblade. And I hit him up. I was like, hey, dude, you know, this is what I'm thinking about doing. He's like, yeah, let's fucking do it. I was like, all right, cool. Let me hit up a drummer, and, and we'll find a bassist. I got my buddy Rob from, uh, uh, what was this other band's name? Oh, my God, he's going to hate me that I forgot his other bands. Con no, Conscientious. Conscientious. Yes, Conscientious, but it's his first band. His first Oh, no, oh, in between a way of living. Oh, wow, I suck, and you're on it. Oh, Axis shit, of Harmony. I'm to stay on it. <laughs> Axis of Harmony. So that was oh, that was an instrumental okay. Metallica band. They were great. And I was like, dude, he's perfect for what I'm looking for because it's a thrash influenced death metal. It's not like pure traditional death metal. It's Kill it me. needs to have that groove. 
So I got with him and then, uh, yes. man, you knew what those bands before. I did. That was classic. I love you, dude. And so then I got with, uh, Matt Wood and he did bass on the recording and yeah. And so it was just, yeah. And oh, so shit. it was great because like we had the recording set up and, uh, Matt walks in, introduces himself to everybody and Brian, the engineer, or, you know, Brian, everybody knows Brian Garcia from, uh, Black Harbor or yeah, Harbor City Sounds. Yeah. He was all, yeah. Do you know these guys? He's like, well, I've never sat down with them. He's like, you've never did a practice or anything. He's like, no, Eric just sent me the stuff. And we, we kind of went back and forth online and I sent him what I had. He said, that's great. And here I am. He's like, really? Like, yeah, dude, rip it and go. And so Matt plugged in, he played like (laughs) twice. He's like, okay, that sounds good. We listened to it and it was perfect i was like damn dude so do you want to play i asked him I was like do you want to wow. do you want to do this live he's like i would but he's got a scholarship i think he just became a i don't know if it's a teacher's assistant or something he's kicking ass in life and he doesn't need a bunch of heathens dragging him down so uh he's like you know i just can't commit live <laughs> and that's the thing with this band is you know we want to do tours and everybody is on that page you know this is a yeah. touring band this is a a, a give all and and forget all like you know you need to be on the road yeah and so everybody's good yeah everybody well kind of well uh, got on the same page and matt like he pretty much said that that's not something that he can do and you know love him to death but i appreciate it. i'm glad he let me know ahead of time it, it, yeah. it really helped because sure. i mean he he wants to as far as i know he always felt like he wanted to do this but he just can't commit and if if you want to play like if you want to play Hellfest, you got to tour. You got you got to do shitty fucking tours. Yeah, it's a lot worse than it is now than it was in the nineties. Yeah, right. Two thousand. <laughs> I know what you mean. There's yeah. even more competition. There's there, there's more bars. Uh, yeah, definitely. But way to go, Matt. I tell you, Matt's oh, yeah. a freaking. He's oh, he's yeah. an all star, dude. He's an all star. Just coming in there and taking care of business like that. But also a stand up guy. Just not not dragging mm-hmm. you around. You know, and I'm not 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 just getting right to the point saying you know what just got a lot on my plate right now and you know i i, I can't be that guy for you that's all you need and uh and let you know where where you got to go and so uh who jumped in to uh adrian take care of place? and everybody knows adrian adrian he's he's in Hellgrim right now i love, love adrian dude. he is man. like he he's one oh of my, my favorite God. dudes i love I and love so it's great adrian. because like yeah. We all mess with each other, but I mess with Adrian a little bit more than I should. And I'm pretty sure he's like, I know he's on like watching this and like, he's like, you motherfucker. Like, yeah, I mess with him a lot. And it's like, it's because like he, I just love that dude so much. I love interacting with him in conversations and just like, he messes with me. I yeah. mess with him. It's just, and it's nice. And it's like nobody shitty to each other. It's a, it's a, you know what I mean? It's just a of course fun, not. fun you know time the whole, yeah. like with everybody in the man so like he's i love him to death he is very self-conscious on his playing he doesn't think he's there i don't know why he's a great musician uh, he puts the work in he busts his ass but i appreciate that because i know he'll never get bored you know he, he'll never he'll never have a lull he just wants to push himself all the time which is a great thing because you can be you can be complacent yeah. in this game. Like you can, you can be a great musician and just all of a sudden, you know, you're not working on your shops anymore. You're working or you're not working on your vocals anymore. And you just kind of flatline out. And I feel like Adrian is just always going to keep getting better and better just because the person he is, he just wants to be better himself. 
not as a musician, yeah. just as himself too. And I love that dude. And it just oh, carries yeah. over into his craft oh, as yeah. well. Definitely. I got, I, I got to mention something about Adrian real quick because uh, I guess it's already been about a year. It was on mm -hmm. New Year's Eve last year. And uh, I'm a dog lover. I got three dogs. And New Year's Eve, I lost one of my dogs. And Adrian was the man for me. He, he was that, that shoulder I needed when I had to put my dog down. And it was the last thing I ever thought was going to happen. But he saw me get out of my car with my dog. He works over at the, the veterinarian's uh, hospital that I went to and didn't even see Adrian. He called me out and he goes, Tony. Hey, I was like, hey, what's up, man? He goes, what happened to your dog? He took care of my baby as the best he could. And it broke his heart to have to come to tell me that there was nothing they could do to help him and that he was in a, in a point where we, yeah. the best thing for him was to put him down. And, uh, uh, you know, I couldn't even have my wife there with me, but it was one of my weakest moments. But to have my brother Adrian right there, Adrian's Ooh, yeah. muscles can't get in my back, being that shoulder I needed there and, and being the, the consoling yeah. for me when I needed somebody. He was there, man, and, and he just, I, I can't say enough, and I can't tell him, express how much I love him until I see him again. Next time, I can just hug the shit out of him and say, man, I love you so much. And every time I see him, I always give him a big hug because he he's uh, one of these guys yeah. that has been there when I needed it. And a lot of times, guys, you know, we're very, you know, we're stubborn. We don't need anybody, and we're very independent, and sometimes... Yeah. When we need help, we that's don't him. ask for it. And that's and that's not a good thing to do because I encourage everybody, if you need help, get it, especially when your friends are trying to offer it. And Adrian was right there um, just pouring it out, man. Just anything I needed, he was there. And, yeah, that's and him. I'll never I mean, forget like, him for that. He, he's, I love he will always He will always yeah. put you before himself. He'll always put not only you, but your family before himself. It's, and it's a very rare quality. Like it's, it's a, yeah. it really is like, I, yes. I've been fortunate to meet a bunch of souls and personalities and individuals in this life. And Adrian is one of those ones that is completely different. He's one that definitely shines. He's great, dude. I'm so fortunate to just be Absolutely. in his circle, honestly, not, not only to be as, you know, in a band together as a brotherhood and friendship and all that good stuff, just to be in his circle yeah. in general. He's an amazing dude. I love him to death. Right. Well, let's not miss out on any other members of the band. Who do we got on drums now? And who's so the other guitar Alex player? Alex is the other guitar player. He's been a buddy of mine since I can't remember how long. Ooh, we're good. Okay. Uh, sorry. My, my, right. my battery's kind of dropping. I'm going to take it off of headphones and just plug this beast in. Let's see how this works. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's cool. Ooh, I got way up close. I'm ugly as sin. <laughs> oh, no, man, you're cool, man. <laughs> Bam. Can you hear me? All right. Yes. So Yeah, we're good. All right, man. Yeah, so uh, you is, said Alex is your, is other on so old friend been, on guitars? Uh, uh, a huge, huge buddy of mine for years. And he was actually... Uh, uh, he actually does the merch for Switchblade, and so he's he's always been uh, just a person that's 
musically wise, been pushing and driving, and we've always bounced off ideas for years. And so it was really nice to, because he grew up with a bunch of early, early, you know, Swedish death metal, like, you know, uh, a lot of bloodbath. He loves bloodbath. Uh, so, and then Megadeth, Megadeth is, you know, one of his favorite bands as well. So like he grew up with all that kind of stuff. So yeah, when we were talking about, you know, you know, getting a couple of projects going, uh, he was the first person I wanted to bring into it just because, you know, we've always had a good, you know, brotherhood family kind of thing situation. And, uh, he really, put a different spin on some of the riffs that I would write uh, because a lot of mine is very groove oriented. Cool. Even though I have a lot of the hardcore, you know, beginnings, he has, he knows what, what works on the intros or this and that. So he was able to kind of help me break down different things and see it cool. in a, in a better light. And I really, really, you know, I, I appreciate him for all of that. Cause I know, you know, even though I wrote the structure of the beginning of the songs, they wouldn't be what they are without him. That's 100%. And uh, drums now, we have uh, Eli. So Eli is, he used to be in a lot of fucking bands. And I can't remember them because I'm an asshole. And so, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure everybody else will, will, everybody knows Eli. And uh, he owns uh red giant prints and he does a lot of the band shirts here in town and i used to do uh, artwork for him as well so uh yeah Bad yeah ass. it's just like a cool community of, of dudes that have just uh kind of gotten together and somehow formed uh, a death metal band it's yeah it's been great so eli took over Fuck rob yeah. rob was the same way with uh and you know rob rob's Rob's amazing. And so Rob was the same. He said, uh, yeah. uh, he doesn't think he can do the touring thing, uh, the full on, full on. And he's like, uh, the last show that we played at, uh, black monk tavern was his last one. He's like, you know, this is going to be my last show because I know y'all have a good period before you start up again. And this will give you a time to kind of look for somebody else. You know, it was it was nice that he gave us that heads up, and it was very professional of him. And one thing that yeah. I really respect that he was able to do. You know, he didn't he didn't stop playing with us halfway through a tour like some musicians have. You know, people people act weird on the road, they right? Really do. So it was yeah. extremely professional and amazing that he could actually you know hit me up and like, hey, you know. I love this. This is amazing, but I don't want to hold you guys back. So I'm going to have to pull away. I was like, all right, man. Yeah, it sucked because I, I thought he's an amazing yeah. drummer, musician, and a friend. But I respect him for that. And I understand because being, being over 25, playing on the road is a very hard fucking thing. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, <laughs> and hey, Robert laid oh, down yeah. some fucking great drum tracks, man. He, oh yeah, he took care of business on that. Yeah, demo. there's 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 no badass. way there's no way that the demo would be what it is without him. I know that for a fact, and I've told him that. And we've had we we've had a uh, uh, a few you know PRs and press and reviews say you know how great the drumming is, and so his his favorite band is Slipknot. Yeah. And so when we were put on that Slipknot uh, playlist, I was like, dude, you're Slipknot yeah. approved now. He's like, oh man, I don't know if I'm slipping out or proof. Like, yes, Fuck you are. Yeah. Like, you need to just take that with. 
yeah, you just, are, like, baby. Just enjoy that. Right. You're slipping out of proof, man. He's like, man, that feels good. He's like, good. You should feel good. You did a great job. Fuck. You should. You should. Yes, man. And, and it's not by chance. It's, it it's, it's, it's well-deserved. When they, they hear it, they love it. They're yeah. like, hey, we're putting on I mean, a that, playlist. That's the thing about, about Spotify playlists. You can't buy your way on them. You can't like the editorial ones or any of those. You yeah. cannot buy your way on a Spotify playlist. So I'm like, these guys listen to our music. They listen to your drumming. They listen to your musicianship and they approved it. You are Slipknot approved, dude. He's like, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> it felt like it felt very fucking cool. It feels good as, as a friend and as a, as a budding musician that he can, feel proud of that and i love yeah. that shit love that shit so much absolutely big he, big he time bragging rights right there well <laughs> that's right he should and he, I you know he what is. i hope like, he, I, I hope he is i, hope, I really I, hope he is i hope anytime he fills out like an application <laughs> for a job he writes it on the bottom slip not approved <laughs> that's part of it right there it is <laughs> hell yeah well, who came up with the title "Drag Through Glass"? That dude, was, that's a badass that was title. Randomness on on my thinking, so uh, I didn't want to really? just have demo because I don't want people to think this was an EP because okay. it's not an EP. Like that, the songs were not like hashed out as as a as like a proper album. This was us putting stuff together, enjoying what we liked, and this is just to see if people like liked what it was. So it started gaining, gaining traction. Cool. And when it was going to get dropped on uh, Bandcamp and Spotify, I didn't want to just have Throat Locust demo. So we're going back and forth, and uh, I just said drag through glass because that's what it makes me yeah. feel like. It makes me feel like it's just this abrasive, <laughs> slow, like just ripping through. And Rob, I love Rob to death. He's all, that doesn't yes. fit the album cover. <laughs> like, I know, but it sounds cool. that's right and you know sometimes you don't see them at the same time so you it's all good like uh and i thought about that too when i looked at when i saw it on spotify i said you know what it may not match the album cover but i don't give a fuck that's a fucking heavy ass title we're keeping it (laughs) all right all right eric let me hit you up with this next question I got here. I wanted to find out, what are you a collector of? I'm sure you've got all kinds of different things going on because you've got a lot of different passions. I've got vinyls. I've got action figures. I've got guitar picks. A lot of memorabilia throughout the years. What do you like to collect? My my recent... So, dude, I'm the same way. So, I have, I have guitar picks that I've collected over the years. I have bootleg toys. I like bootleg toys. Bootleg toys are one of my favorites. One of my, my favorite things to do is... I'm not going to tell people how to do it. But <laughs> I have... Man. Okay. So, there's Star Wars figures. There is... Uh, let me just take my phone over to it. I'm going to go get them. So... The thing about old school Star Wars figures is they repurposed a lot of things. And one of the ones that they repurposed a lot of was C-3PO. Okay. okay. So the thing is they repurposed the plastics. So you can get the, you can get a certain way to do it and it removes all the plastic and you get all these different colored ones. And so the plastic is used from, all these different molds 
And yeah, so my fa- my hobby thing right now is the most dorkiest thing in the world is finding C-3PO's that I can remove the chrome off of and find different colors. So that's my wow. hunting thing right now. Like, okay. it's cool because like, it's, it's not an expensive hobby, but I have <laughs> way too many of them. And, uh, so my, my main hobby is collecting weird things like that. Uh, a lot of bootleg toys, a lot of, uh, uh, custom one-offs, but, uh, Eli, the drummer, he, he, his wife lives in Vietnam and he'll go and he'll bring me back bootlegs. Like wow. my favorite one is a Spider-Man with a machine gun that crawls and he shoots and it's Spider-Man. Wow. I don't, don't know how. Yeah. I love it to death. So yeah. Uh, random, random toys like that. That's my, like something that you cannot find at a store that you have to get on eBay. Yeah. That, that should not be on there. That's my, that's my thing. That's my collecting right now. And it's fun because like, it, it's like I'll find something new, and I think I found like the mecca and the gold. And people are like, "Oh no, we've we've known about that for years." I'm like, "Oh, okay, well, I don't care anymore." I think it's amazing, right? Uh, and then lately, I've also been collecting uh, skulls. My buddy's been helping me uh, get a lot of cool pieces. I have a, a mutt jack, which looks like a kind of looks like a dragon, but it's a Chinese water deer. Yeah, a black bear, a black bear skull. And then he uh, he helped me get a mountain lion, and I got a mountain lion skull now. So, yeah, and you can't you can't really trade him in Texas because of poaching law. So it's it was really hard to 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 get him to hook me up with that thing. So I'm very fortunate. That's so that's very really what I'm awesome. collecting now. But honestly, you you ask me next year, and it's going to change a thousand percent. <laughs> I'm going to be on Reebok sneakers, and all I'm going to do is collect Reebok sneakers, and oh, that's shit. it. <laughs> Random shit. Well, here's another thing. I remember you us talking earlier, and you said how big of a horror movie fan you are, dude, and I love horror movies, too. Um, they don't, yeah. in a way, they don't really make them like they used to, but um, oh. there's some great directors that are still have a good thing going on nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. so let me, let me, let me pick at your brain real quick. Give me your top four favorite horror movies. Hellraiser. Um, you can't consider gremlins a horror movie. But some will. <laughs> um, I love that movie, hey, man. Uh, there's some scary so, scenes uh, in there, especially if you're young, I guess. you know, but like, see, I, oh, uh, Chud, Chud is one of my oh, favorite Chud. ones. Cannibalistic humanoid underground yes. dweller. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Some classic good ones. So, see, I like uh, uh, I like the first Halloween. I oh. love the first. I think for me, like the 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 horror movies need to be suspenseful ones, like yeah. really good suspenseful type of movies. Uh, nope was a good one that just came out recently. I don't know if it's really a horror movie. Uh, it was good. But Jordan Peele's been making some. Yeah, I thought it was good. Jordan Peele's been making some great, great movies what lately. What about that? But, uh, Us, that one he put out called Us. Us was good. I'm telling Us you, was that was freaky. Good. I was tripping Us out. Was good. God forbid that would ever happen to me. That seems like a nightmare come true right there. It's like oh. you coming after you. Oh, yeah. Far out. Yeah, no. Far no. Out. Uh, I'll throw in 
Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre because it's a classic because that's something that I always have to just always have to watch. Yes, I love and the then, underground uh, look at the, the the way it's yeah. put together. It just oh, it's, it, you can tell it's if you ain't seen a, a horror movie like that before and it's your first time, you're like oh shit, mm-hmm. and, and it's visceral. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it just yeah, it just tears you apart. Even though what even even Texas Chainsaw Massacre three with Matthew McConaughey, even though that was a trash movie, it was still good. <laughs> I think it was three. Whatever one he was in, it wasn't that good but it was still a good Texas chainsaw 3 chainsaw and 3D, you know I think what I mean? it was yeah oh hell and then yeah. i'm gonna throw in a, a recent one i guess recent one but house of a thousand corpses i love that oh, movie okay yeah that's cool you know it's Very cool it's it's not really it's not really a horror movie but i like the imagery like i, I don't yeah. really i love his music i'm not really too much on his movies that much rob zombies movies are kind of whatever you know that's or sherry moon movies whatever his wife is her yeah. movies so uh like <laughs> i'm not really too much into them but i i really liked house of a thousand corpses i thought it was a fun movie it, it was something that kind of leaned back into that uh grind uh grindhouse kind of era stuff yeah. it was yeah it was it, it was something different and i and i liked that because it was something different very the, cool. No, I can't say the mist. The mist wasn't a horror movie. That was just a good movie in general. It was cool. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of ones people aren't going to name off. Like everybody names <laughs> off the, the similar things. So I'm trying to throw in some curveballs for you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you mentioned Halloween, and one thing I got to mention about Halloween, I think that 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 you will agree with me, is that it was so freaking well done with the music. Yes, that music from the Halloween. Music. It was just. Uh, yeah. It's it's it's. Uh, it, it's, it, I'm trying to find the right word for it, but it's, it's, it's like, it's larger than life. It's, it's immortal. It's, yeah. it's what, it's a, what you hear every Halloween. It's part of a yeah. part of our culture I, I, around the world. That and Jaws, like, you know, Jaws. you know, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that's You right. know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know. When, 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 when the music score comes on, like, it doesn't even have to be the dun, 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 dun. Like, you know, a Jaws movie when you're just in the background hearing, like, hearing the score, hearing the music score. And it really, yeah. it makes a movie. And I have to, yeah, Halloween, if it wasn't for, for that music score, I don't think it would have been as dramatic and, and yeah. scary as it was. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I love horror, but let's go. Let's go into my another segment that I that I love to do here with 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 all my interviewees, and it's a segment I call "Draw the Line." And I'm going to find out what you're going to like out of these two subjects, whether it could be a band, maybe it's an artist. But I want to, and, and I'm going to make it kind kind of tough. And you may like both of them just as much, but I need to find out which one's your favorite out of the two. All right? Okay. Well, let's get you started. And the first two I want to use today. Is gonna be Clutch versus the Melvins. Which two bands out of those two bands? Which one do you favor? Who's your favorite out of the two? God, you hit me with the hardest things. I hope so. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's a hard one because you know I me. Mean, what you coming off of like so? Like I love Stoner Witch from Melvins. Like that oh, that yes. album is. You know what I mean? Like that yeah, album. Yeah, dude. Great. Revolver all, all for that. Man, everything yeah, Revolver, on that. That was it was kinda like in their prime right after Houdini when they put mm-hmm. that out. It's like, oh Houdini's hard. great. No, Houdini's great. Yeah. But right after Houdini, they just kept going. So even though that said, I'm gonna go with Clutch because as a band, they've grown and become something different from what they were in the beginning and sure. not in a bad yeah. way. Because mm-hmm. some bands have grown in a bad way. Like 
I'm not saying going soft <laughs> is a bad way. Like some bands have been soft and gotten hard and it didn't work for them. But yeah. Clutch, they just kind of gradually grew into this rock and roll outlaw. That's the best thing I can really say Clutch is. It's just rock and roll outlaws. So we yes. go Clutch on that one. That was a hard one. That was a good one. Good. good. That, was, that one was good. That well, was let's, good. let's see out of these next two. Corrosion Conformity versus Down. Damn it, dude. And I know Pepper's in oh, both of them, but I think that's I why, they, why they're so kind of similar because they got that, that, that Louisiana kind of sludge thing going on as well. And who do you like out of those two? I know you like I'm them both, with, but. Yeah, you know I like them both. But I'm going with Down because. Okay. Like, man, I don't know. Like when, when Pantera was big, like you couldn't find music back in the day like you can now. Like. People talked about down. People talked about super joint ritual, but you didn't know about these bands. They were and so, like cassette traded under, stuff. Yeah, that's. I mean, we used to get cassettes from Roadrunners, and that's how I found out from Slipknot and Orange Nine Millimeter and all those bands. Static yeah. X. I got cassette demos from these guys, and so that's. I think that's what led for me that mystique of down. Not only the songwriting. The songwriting's great. The the last two. Uh, uh, EPs were okay. They're not as great as the first three albums, but uh, yeah, the songwriting on Down's perfect. Good now, stuff. if we're talking, it was good stuff. Now, Corrosion. I'm gonna throw this for for a for a split one. See if you. I'm gonna throw one for you. Okay. <laughs> Blind era Corrosion with Coral Angle or Pepper singing Corrosion. Ooh, God. Yeah, right. That's a hard one, man, because. Blind, I I look I can listen to that from front to end, uh, and I love it, dude. I, I when I first saw Dance of the Dead premiere on Headbangers Ball, mm -hmm. I was like, oh fuck, that's a bad jam. Yes, and it was it was yes. such a takeoff from what I had heard like on Animosity, and and mm -hmm. and, and that was cool with me. I was like, oh fuck, I like where they're going, Woody, and and the guys are fucking kicking ass on this, and I like the vocalist. Um, I, I thought it was, it was, it was, uh, the, a next progression for him. But then, mm -hmm. man, you know, Pepper's got, you know, he's got Albatross. Pepper's got, he's, yes. You know, he's, got, he's got those other bangers that he, that he put out right there that really, um, really put corrosion on the uh, mainstream kind of map because I got them mm -hmm. on the radio. And those songs like right there, like, uh, uh, Clean My Wounds. That's another banger right there. I like that one. Oh, that's a bang. Oh, yeah. You oh, know, and that's him singing on that blind one right there. And oh, he's I yeah, guess, and it, he also I think he did something with a bullet on that album too. Like he did two that's songs. That's what I'm talking did about. Two songs oh, on blind. Yes, vote with the bullet. Ooh, that's yeah, a vote jam with the bullet. Right yeah, there. It's a yes, boom. Yeah, yes, that's so, a like, jam he had right two, there. Yeah, he had two songs on that, and then Carl left, and and Pepper came, or uh, Pepper took over. My, so took over. Uh, so yeah, so. I'm going to yeah, have to go. You, you know what? I, I'm going to go with Carl. I'm going to go with Carl. I, uh, I can't take anything away from Pepper. I think Pepper's got a great <laughs> voice. But I just, me being as a singer, I like uh, the different, I like the range that Carl brought. And, you too. Uh, and his, 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 him being the vocalist on stage, he was able to move around without having a guitar to hold on to. Mm -hmm. it, it really brought an extra element of presence uh, to their stage act. But, Agreed. Uh, we love corrosion. We love corrosion. We, we love got corrosion. That. I'm telling you, we it's just uh, I got you on one. That's you got good. me. I'm glad you asked me. You're the first one ever asked me, dude. That's really? badass, Eric. Hell yes. Hell yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> well, let's move to the next one. Next one, you know, you being a guitar player, and I've seen I've seen you play both of these axes, and you always fucking have some badass pictures. I got to throw in. But <laughs> what's your favorite axe? Either the Flying V or the Mockingbird? Flying V. Flying yeah. V. I, I, I love, I love, <laughs> I love the birds and stuff like that. But the Flying V, like, dude, it was. Head filled, you know, the first time, like yeah. I said, it was flip them all. It was like it head filled, and then him and Kurt had one. And then, like, the at the time, yeah, yeah, well, at the mm-hmm. time, like, so when I was when I was looking into guitars, I'm over at Los Music, and you couldn't get I'm, I'm a I'm a Pantera dude, so you couldn't get Dean guitars at the time. So I'm like, I want something that is just as wild that is me, and I can, like I said. <laughs> pretty much put my whole life into this one instrument and this is going to be my my life for the rest of my life and that was yeah that was the first time i saw a jackson uh, snakeskin v and i walked into lowe's i'm like that's what i want that's 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 what i want and i got it of course it was way out of my price range i got an sg but i got a you know a beautiful sg and i still have that guitar so wow, and then but nice. after that i was like i i i love that thing but i'm like i have to have a v i have to have one day i'll get a v and uh the beginning of switchblade uh, uh sound vibes they had fucking sound vibes i love sound vibes they had a they had a v up there and it was like 2010 or so 2011 when i got it and i looked at the serial number it's like it was sitting on the wall since 2007 i was like god damn this thing's been up there forever <laughs> robert he's like yeah man it's been sitting there for a minute we're kind of glad you got it it's like thanks yeah i appreciate it it's like we'll do a setup on it it's like yeah Thank you, dude. <laughs> and so after that, I had my Gibson V, and then I got, I have a 1984 KK Downing hammer. It's oh, one of badass. like so many few ones. And then my main one is a brand called Dunnable, and uh, it's a purple one that I that I play. And yeah, the yeah. V all day long. Like if if all I'm not without long. a V, something happened to me. <laughs> oh shit! Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh badass, badass. Okay, let's get back to the bands. How about who's your favorite between The Sword mm-hmm. versus Red Fang? Oh, man, you're going to make me leave this interview right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm going to. Mm, God. You had me dive, diving deep into, <laughs> yeah, the, in, into, into, this, into this whole genre right here. I, so, I, I, you so. know, I really started digging into it, and, and I love it. I love uh, it. It's it's a it's it's a, a genre it's a that genre. I don't have a chance to enjoy as much. It's 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 an old punk rock blues Sabbath genre. It's fun as hell. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. go with uh, I would say Sword because they got me back into uh, Sword was one of the main reasons for for Switchblade. But Red Fang, cool. If you've ever seen Red Fang live, if you ever have a nice. chance to see Red Fang live, see them. They're amazing band. Like their harmonies are great. They have a great drive. Their sound is good. Yeah, Red Fang is amazing. I love that band so much. Yeah, God, Casey that was, Lane was telling one, me man. about just, Red, Red Fang. Yeah, they've been to House of Rock then, huh? Yeah. So, so I missed it. It was so it was Red Fang and Valiant Thor. So Red Fang gets they they play their set, and the sound yeah. guy. Goes over, you know the 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 Waterburger is, you know, downtown. And yeah. so he walks <laughs> over to the Waterburger downtown, like fucking one o'clock in the morning. Gets jumped, gets put in the hospital. Oh, face no. busted open. Everything they're posting pictures, and uh, so I hit him up the next day. I was like, "Hey, 
thank y'all for coming to Corpus. He's like, man, I don't know if we'll be back. I was like, yeah, you can't be walking around downtown at one o'clock. No, just shit. well, apparently he flipped somebody off. Somebody honked at him, and he, I'm like, you can't do that in this town. We're we're oh, little, my. we're much. <laughs> so yeah, yeah they, they played. They played to no one. Like nobody was there, and but they put it all in it and i think that's why really i'm yeah. throwing them over the sword because they there was there was like maybe four people in the crowd and they played like it was everybody they played like they were playing download like it was it yes. was solid they're great they're real great i, I regret missing the show i i feel like a piece of shit for missing a show like that with such great talent because after hearing them uh going through the music today i was like shit these guys are fucking bad but and then the i remember casey giving them big props as well that's the thing about this music, though, and that's the thing with, like, Switchblade. It's a very obscure kind of genre. You're not going to have a lot of people talk about the sword and Red Fang. Like, even though the sword is kind of big, they toured with Metallica, you're not going to have yeah. a huge, huge genre of people looking for them. Like, it's always going to be, like, you know, you're going to have more people in this town for Upon the Burning Body than you will have the sword, which is great, and it's, it's fine, but that's, Absolutely. that's just Corpus. Yeah. That's just yeah. Corpus. So, don't feel bad that you missed them, because... They like nobody knew who Red Fang was at that time, and it just it blew the the doors open. Like it was wild. Yeah, it was a wild night. That was a good night, though. Fuck. Yeah, damn it. Don't want to miss another one like that. Well, here's the next two bangers right here, and you mentioned already one of these bands right here because his guitar player is using your pedal. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking about High on Fire. Mm -hmm. But this time we're gonna put High on Fire versus Bongzilla. God damn it. If you yeah. said if you if you said sleep, I was gonna just hang up and walk away. <laughs> uh, Bongzilla is amazing. Bongzilla is so amazing. I'm gonna go with High on Fire because it's the blend of thrash metal and doom metal, and High on Fire For just real. like they they feel like it's the next evolution of Motorhead is what I feel High on Fire is, especially Very like well Death is Communion. Yeah. Bongzilla yes. though, Bongzilla is a throat destroying loud volume breaking every fucking thing impossible there's a there's yeah. a video of them playing in the middle of paris just crowds everywhere and just they they couldn't get in the venue so they just set up on the side of the road and they just started <laughs> playing and everybody shows up it is just this mecca of yeah even though they're yes. amazing high and fire i'm going high and fire just because fire it is well matt's a good buddy of mine too like we're we're actually we have cell phone like we talk to each other because i did when i was doing the bootlegs i did a shirt for him when he had a medical situation so we've always been friends and he actually owns a couple of my pedals because you know we just trade back and forth so i'm gonna go high on fire too in case his name gets tagged to this and i don't hear shit from him because he will talk good shit. choice and i love hell yeah <laughs> I love High on Fire, man. You're right. Just that, the, there's that next evolution right there. Like a motorhead, dude. I love that about him. Yeah. The vocals, man. Uh, the drumming behind it. It's, I love oh, it. Yes, I, yeah. love what, I love High on Fire. Oh, they yeah. They kick ass. So I got two more for you. Okay. This first one. Two biggest, they're the biggest bands out there. Mm -hmm. Especially when it comes to metal. So this is mm -hmm. going to be a hard one. Mm -hmm. Who do you favor? Over. Black Sabbath or Metallica? Oh, fuck, dude. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm put this back on my charger because we're gonna have a long talk <laughs> about this one. Hold on. <laughs> Hit me with Black Sabbath or Metallica. 
Jesus man, I tell Christ. you, dude, that each one it changes the game. You know, uh, it kind of depends like on who you were able to get into. Dude, you keep kicking it up even harder. Every one, okay. Ah, right. <laughs> mm. oh. you almost want to say Zach Wall because I kind of feel like I want to look like him, right? But uh, <laughs> uh, mm, see. Black Label Society, like, really got me through, like, in in the beginning of our marriage, it was a weird time of music, I'd say, what, was 2004, 2005, so, like, you had this weird lull of, of breaking bands and uh, just these guys that wouldn't want to leave the top. And yeah. I'm, I'm getting into all these new bands, I'm trying to get in it, I'm trying to get in it, and then... Uh, the black, the black label society album that was white with the engine on it. Camera, what it was. That's a fucking I know great which one album. You're talking about. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. So like the songwriting's great. You know, it feels, it really hits you. But then you think about Metallica, and you think about how fucking great Metallica is. Okay, everybody listening, take load and reload out. <laughs> and put everything Metallica is amazing now look at Load and Reload as a different band it's amazing Load and Reload are actually good albums I don't give a fuck who says yes. anything about it. they're good albums Hell yeah! Just take them out of that Diamond Head Venom <laughs> Slayer Exodus camp for a second and just understand the songwriting yeah so I get it. That. I'm saying Metallica just because one, it's fucking Metallica. Two, it's fucking Metallica. Probably three, because it's fucking Metallica. <laughs> That's enough said right there, man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's keep it on the Metallica tip. And this last one's going to be uh, the last one for Draw the Line. Okay. And where I say by keeping on the Metallica tip, I want you to tell me who's your favorite between Papa Hetfield. Or Dave Mustaine. I know you said you love Megadeth, and I, and I know we've been talking about Metallica, but you got it. You got two Ooh. of the big dogs right there, and you know uh, maybe Metallica wouldn't be where they are if it wasn't for 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 Dave. No. but it no. is what it is, and if it wasn't for for Metallica making their their business choice and letting Dave uh, parting ways with Dave, we wouldn't be blessed with. All Megadeth. the great fucking music that we've got with Megadeth. Oh, yeah. Who do you In like out of those two? Who's your favorite? I mean, I'll, I'll come to this argument all day long. If it wasn't for Dave Mustaine, we wouldn't have thrash metal. That's just, that. Yeah. that's my big argument. Like, he is the one that really kind of, I don't know if he did a lot of cocaine, but everything just sped up a lot more when, when he was <laughs> and playing. That's what it. Thrash was like, yes, that's man. That's what it was. And so, like, <laughs> one of my favorite. One of my favorite is uh, the Four Horsemen against Mechanics. I think it's Four Horsemen. Oh, you know what I mean? Perfect example. Yes, and, like, bro. Yeah, and it's the same song. Yeah. It really is. Yes. And so, uh, like Dave Mustaine's songwriting abilities. His vocals, I love his vocals. I don't, people hate it. I don't know why they hate it. I love his vocals, but that's just, hey, everybody got their own personal opinion. God, I'm beating it. around yeah. the bush on this one. I'm beating around the bush big time because I can't decide. <laughs> um, I'm Alex is going to hate me for this one. I'm going to go with uh, Hetfield. 
I'm going with Hensel. Yeah, because hey. like he's like he really made metal a more larger commodity in a way. Like he really brought that to the masses. And so yeah. not only is his songwriting good, but his ethos of a musician and band and trying to just make music huge and everything. He there is no there is no uh this is who I am. I can only write like this. Like Slayer. Love Slayer. Right. Slayer will always sounds like Slayer. Except yeah. for, I mean I mean the first album, like is tuned different, it was a little bit more punky, Good point. but Slayer you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Slayer's always Slayer. Right. But Metallica and Megadeth, Megadeth's always Megadeth. But Metallica, he's taken some risks and they didn't pay yeah. off. A lot of them didn't pay off. But the <laughs> ones that did are just straight bangers because Huge. I don't know. Well, I don't know if I would be the same musician if it wasn't for Ride the Lightning. I don't. I don't think I'll. All right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'll get an argument yeah. to about what's the best Metallica album, and as long as it starts with Ride and ends with Lightning, we're okay. Like, that's <laughs> we're okay. We're in agreement on that. But if it yeah. wasn't for Ride the Lightning, I don't think I would have that fun passion that I do because, like, it was a, uh, it was like the, it was the galloping and just the the lyrics oh, yeah. and. Like just everything, Call of Cthulhu. I mean, just everything on that album was great. So yeah, yeah I'm going with I'm going with Hetfield just because uh, music has definitely benefited from him. I'm not saying it hasn't from from Megadeth from from Dave, but musicianship, like all that, I'm I'm, I'm still going with Hetfield, even though Dave writes amazing solos and is a great yeah. great right hand. I'm going I know with exactly Hetfield. what you mean. You know I got I mean? you, man. They're, they're they're tough decisions, man. And I'm glad I'm not the one that's having to make those choices. You are tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Hey, hey, that but I thought I thought you. All, I thought the the thing with these with these questions, you can't make a bad choice because yeah. both. I always give you heavy hitters, yeah. and it's just about. Usually, it ends up being kind of what you were grew what you grew up on. You know what I mean? Uh, who was the first you got experience to? Was it Megadeth or was it Metallica? And depending on who you kind of maybe grasp onto first, would might be your your favorite. Oh yeah. And you know, it kind of just depends on you know. Did you go down that Megadeth rabbit hole? Did you? Uh, this, when did you catch catch up to them? You know, yeah. or did you get them on Rafter Rust and Peace, or were you from day one like on Killing Is My oh, Business yes. and Business Good? Oh my god! You know, and, yeah, and I, I remember and the way you. Well, I remember having the discussion with actually with a buddy of mine in high school and uh, somehow I ended up with two justice for all and he had a <laughs> uh, rust in peace when it came out. He's like, I really don't care for it. you want to trade uh, one of your justice for all for rust in peace. I'm like, yeah, yeah, not a problem, yeah. man. Not a problem at all. <laughs> and I had that and uh, the Beavis and Butthead uh, compilation that came out back in like back in 91 yeah. or something and it had 99 ways to die. I was like, after hearing that, right. yeah, yeah, like uh, Symphony of Destruction, yeah, I couldn't understand how people didn't, you know, I get you don't yeah. like the vocals, but I just don't understand. Like it's everything, everything with Megadeth and Metallica, it's all fucking great. It's all it's great, all fucking good. Some of the best, you know, metal writers and metal uh, and, and and creators mm -hmm. of of our music are right there, right oh, there. Yeah. 
and and I'm and I'm very thankful for for them because uh uh I'm big fans of both of them. I've been blessed to be able to meet both of them as well. Standing outside the Memorial Coliseum after Injustice for All, oh. waiting out there, I got to meet Kirk Hammett and James Hetfield. Oh. Got their autographs. Super cool guys taking pictures. I didn't have a camera, but they're taking pictures and autograph anything you had. That's cool. And then I got to hang out with with uh, Dave Mustaine for a brief moment uh, on the Peace Sales, but who's buying tour uh, backstage. Oh. And uh, yeah, super fucking cool guy. And uh, just, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, I got him on my bucket list. Hopefully maybe I can get them on the podcast yes. eventually. You know, that would be so fucking Fuck cool. Yes. Right. Fuck yes, dude. But, you know, Eric, Eric, you know, we had a freaking great time. We, we, we had a lot to cover here in these last two hours. Yeah. So as a wrap up, I want to let people know how can, before we get to this part, but what's coming up next for Switchblade Jesus and Throat Locust? Throat Locust, we have uh, knocking out the new songs. So we got a bunch of new songs that we're working on. Uh, we're doing a, a cover because, you know, why not do a fucking cover? Covers are fun. I'm not going to tell Holy anybody shit. what it is. Can you tell yet. us what it is? I'll let y'all oh, find out. Oh, what it hell. Is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking with the old school names you threw, at, threw on the plate oh, yeah. earlier, um, maybe it'll be something from one of those uh, classic death metal bands. It's a possibility. It's, it's, okay. well, I, I, I threw a curveball and I really want to do this, but the guys won't. I want to do Alanis Morissette's You Gotta Know just to fuck with people. But they won't want to. You do would be it. fucking yeah. with people, all right? <laughs> you, no, tell, listen to it and tell me you know yeah. you know you can make that a fucking metal song. Listen to it and go, wow, Eric's right. I can definitely make this a metal song. If you do, please do okay. it. So, uh, all right, yeah. okay, you got us. <laughs> so uh, we got a dude. It's great, and so uh, we got a few things that we're knocking out on that, and then Switchblade. Uh, we have okay, Throat Locust has. Uh, we have a couple of festivals here in town. We have uh, South by Southwest coming up. Uh, we're doing a little Texas tour. We're going to do kind of run through that. And that's February, March. And then April, we're, we're going to book up a couple of other things. Switchblade, uh, we have, uh, we actually got two shows coming up this week. We have the, the Thursday Night Massacre, and then we'll play with I Hate God, but I'm pretty sure this is going to be after that. And then uh, South by as well. And then we're headlining uh, the Maryland Doom Fest this year at uh, June 26, I think. I gotta check the date. So we gotta we gotta drive up to Maryland again and do that one. So that's fun as shit. We did that one right before COVID, and so they have us headlining on a Saturday, random as shit, and I love it to death. And it Holy just blows shit, my mind. That's and I'm gonna be I'm awesome. I'm I'm happy with it though. And then, yeah, man. Oh, how exciting. It's cool. Yes. It's, it's fun. And then we have uh, uh, finished the recording or, yeah, the writing for the recording for the new Switchblade album. So hopefully by the end of this year, I'll have two new albums from each band. Well, uh, now I'm each from, from each band. Yes. <sighs> oh. Tremendous work, man. It's a, it's a lot of a lot of drive going on right there, and a lot of grind going yeah. with you and, and and both bands. Much power, much success. Thanks, uh, best wishes for, for me to both your projects. And how about Frost Giant? Oh. Um, you've said you've got a, a, a new pedal on in the works, getting ready to to uh, yeah. to you. You can't let the let the cat out of the bag as far as that one goes yet, though. Right? You can't really. Uh, it's an overdrive pedal. I can tell that that is okay. meant to either. You can get real tight with it, or you can add low end in case you have like a, a thinner amp. You want to add more girth to it. 
that will do it. And it's also got a blend okay. control where you can blend how much of that signal you actually want into your pedal or into your uh, into your rig. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's a nice yeah. good tool for that. And uh, so that should be coming out within about two months. I'm redesigning three other pedals that I have new boards coming in for and new enclosures coming in. I have the pedal launch with the death metal guitarist. Uh, it's a, it's, I mean, I can tell you the pedal in a way, maybe I'll be able to find out, but it's a uh, overdrive okay. delay reverb. It's like a, a, a lead guitar pedals dream, just all in one. Uh, we wow. have a couple of doom metal pedals coming out. I have a octave fuzz that will be coming out by the end of the year. And then I was going to go to Nam because I usually go to Nam and uh, show the pedals off, but we didn't do it the last couple of yeah. years because of COVID. And this year it's moved okay. to April, which is just a weird time to have a convention in uh, California. And that, that conflicts with my release schedules for the pedals coming up. So I'm not going to do Nam this year, but I'll do it next year. Funny thing about Nam is I met Kerry okay. King at Nam, and the dude is only like four <laughs> foot tall and mean. <laughs> He's like a mean, angry gnome. <laughs> He's like that oh, tall, shit. full beard. Love Damn. Him. Dude, he was mean as shit. Wow. He, like people were trying to get his autograph. He's all looking at him sideways and just kind of like, do that and walk off. <laughs> like, you're fucking Kerry King. You can do whatever the fuck you want to, I guess. Right, you can if you if you're carrying. You know what I mean? God bless. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Awesome. I'm sure when you go back, you're probably gonna run into him or some other big oh, shots out so. there too. I'm gonna I'm gonna give him pedals yes. and just bug the shit out of him. I'm gonna make him just. I'm gonna yeah. make call the cops on me. I don't care. Carry King. What is he gonna do? That's the way to He's do not it. Slayer anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we wrap things up, then tell all my listeners out there how they can keep up with you on social media, whether it's Switchblade, Throat Locust, or Frost Giant Electronics. I'm usually most active on Instagram. Uh, you can find uh, Frost Giant Electronics on Instagram. You can find Throat Locust and Switchblade both on Instagram. Uh, I will lead into Facebook as well. So most of the most of the posts are roughly about the same. Uh, online if you want to check out my pedals you can go to fuzzworship.com uh if you want to find me just personally on instagram i'm under el chalupa cabra so you can find me there and i post toys and random shit uh yeah uh i would say that's the best way just hit up those look up one of those things and you'll see links i have uh links to the music links to the toys links to the pedals and all Social media ones, you just click the little link above, it drops down, you can click, you know, whatever the heck you want to. Uh, yeah. Find me at uh, House of Rock and Boozers, and uh, we'll have a couple of conversations and talk noise and tone and all stuff yeah. like that. I might be doing another uh, 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 pedal uh, demonstration. I did one a couple of years ago at NASA, so I'm going to hit them up. And what usually I do is everybody brings a guitar that they like and I have all the pedals set up. I have a drummer off to the side and he'll kind of drum and do like little soft things. People walk up with their guitar, plug it in, hear the pedals, change it around, mess with it. So I might be doing that again this year. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Very cool. I like that. Man, Eric, it's been nothing but great conversation talking Same with here. you here tonight, man. I learned so much about you, and we mean you really have so much in common. We're uh, uh, we're like kinfolk, and uh, as you know, music yeah. uh, flows through me like it flows through I, you. I, 
I'm I'm so happy to actually have, like I said in the beginning, conversation with you because usually like we're in the shows, we're in the mix and like you have to make sure either nobody's stealing your gear. You have to make sure, you know, you know know where your drummer is because he done disappeared again. Yeah. So it's nice to actually have a good conversation. It's great. Love you, dude. That was great. It was fun. Very very cool, Eric. And, and until next time, uh, we'll wrap things up for today. So, everybody, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, go ahead and say bye to, to everybody, Eric. Thank you for hanging out, everybody. I really appreciate y'all checking it out. And thanks to everybody checking out the Tony Gomez Show. I'll see you at the show. That concludes my interview with Eric Calvert of Switchblade Jesus and Throat Locust. Here's the last track from their demo entitled Drag Through Glass. This is Axe Grinder. Yeah.
these guys are staying busy, so be sure to catch them at their next show. Thanks a lot for listening today. Leave me any questions or comments at the Tony Gomez Show on Facebook or email me at TonyGomezShow at gmail.com. Remember, you're the master of your own destiny and creator of your own future. Keep grinding and have a kick-ass day, and I'll see you at the show. Here's a bonus track. Here's a song from my band Screwface. This one's called Buried in Smoke. Fire it up.